0: Don't you open up that window Don't you let out that antidote yeah. pills is all we know In the hills is all we know Don't go through the front door It's low-key at the night show So don't you open up that window Don't you let out that antidote Sunday that window Don't you let out the antidote mm-hmm. Poppin' pills is all we know na is all we know Don't go through the front door It's low
1: Right to Bryden is recorded live in front of the YouTube audience Niggas F.E.O Blackie got the stiffy off
2: Spooky and I really should be the first people you, you turn to Anytime there's a big event, you turn to us first, we'll, we'll sort you out. We'll tell you exactly
3: what to think. Don't, don't go out there and think anything on your own. That would be dangerous.
4: The Democrats took control of the House, taking control of the House, for the first time in eight years. <laughs>
5: Jeff Sessions, the U.S. Attorney General, is stepping down, apparently at the request
4: of President Trump.
2: All right, nerds. Hey, don't worry about it. We're here. I know that it's kind of an issue for you. Not a great time. Uh, with the, with the midterms just ending and not going exactly the way that we wanted them to, but do not worry uh, one bit. Um, we're gonna have a wonderful episode of Right to Bride, and whether you're joining us from the OID uh, OIWD uh, Studios over here live, uh, we are starting a little bit early, so I am gonna ask you guys if you can go ahead and tweet that out and you know smash the like and like all of those things that the YouTube people say. Uh, but if you're one of our commuters, um, that, that, that matters not to you. This is just another episode of Ride to Bryden. I'm your host Bryden. Uh, and, and we've got a lot of, um, a lot of stuff that we have to go over. Um, a lot of things that we have to, uh, reflect on, um, a lot of big news that was already breaking throughout the day on our recording, uh, of 11, seven, 18, but, uh, with me as per the usage, it is, uh, the, the terror of twitter himself mr spicasso what's up Spicky? Not
1: much uh little little uh catching up to do on the drinking i was fucking way too drunk this morning when i got up <laughs> I, I didn't get i didn't start feeling like hung over till about 11 and i'm like man i'm gonna have to fucking take a nap yep that lasted about 40 i'll just uh i feel fine though uh gonna pound these fucking beers like a champion
2: yeah i mean it's we've got uh we got cater endless coming on because i was like i i've been drinking since this morning and i was like okay i'm i'm gonna uh you know i i just want to do the show early just to get it over with um because i've just been like yelling like basically all day at the tv and like all that we got a bunch of fun clips of stuff uh that we got to got to play but Uh, yeah, I, I remember that we had booked cater endless and I was like, Hey, can you come on an hour early? (laughs) So, Yeah, man. I it's, I was, I was up late. I was on Fuentes stream last night. Hopefully he's not too mad at me. I think I was a little bit too edgy, uh, on, on his stream last night. Um, but yeah, we were, we were doing the election coverage. Which was, uh, it's it's not as bad as everybody's gonna say that it is. And also, Spiky, you don't know this because you can't see me. I'm I'm wearing a uh, a yarmulke at the moment. I got my uh got my my on. Oh, again? Yeah, it's just for Jared
1: Holt. You know, just <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> He's a dweeb. Yeah, he is such a little bitch. Like all those all those guys who were like, uh writers and researchers on the alt right that think they have it all figured out they are the dumbest motherfuckers a lot and they have these soft ass weak little fucking chin oh no you're cutting out man uh, again
2: yeah, yeah you're cutting out you got to stop all the download i'll bet your computer's actually doing windows- there's downloading there's windows no. updates right now no
1: no it's. oh
2: no that's a nightmare that's a shame man um well can oh i'm hearing you clicking that's
1: good yeah there's i mean there's nothing going on i don't understand
2: Uh, that's weird yeah we've been having trouble with google hangouts this is what you this is what happens when you change literally anything about the show we started it we started an hour early uh and that just means nothing's ever going to work but yeah, we got a lot of uh, we got a lot of uh, stuff that we got to talk about today. But there, there's one thing that uh, I had just seen right before we came on that I do want to talk about. It's a New York Post article, Spiky. I, I know you've seen this with this fucking weirdo here. I love my man boobs, and so should you. Uh, the <laughs> this British man has embraced his body rolls and man boobs and is showing them off. For years, Stephen Grice Hart struggled with his weight and uh, fluctuated between 250 pounds and 140 pounds. I grew up as a bigger kid. I grew up as a bigger kid. No, that's Australian. I don't know. My accents are all fucked up today. Grew up as a bigger kid, uh, Grice Hart, a 26-year-old financial advisor in Southampton, told The Post. I look to the media for role models. You know, as you do. You know, when I'm looking for role models, I don't look... Into history, I look into the media. You know, I'm like, fuck, why can't I be more like Will from Will and Grace? You know, as you do, right? Uh, (laughs) But all I saw were ripped, chiseled guys with jawlines longer than my life expectancy. Uh, That just makes me feel worse about myself. He turned to crash dieting, calorie counting, and working out seven days a week. But you should, bro. Uh, like you've got man boobs. You should figure that out. Like he looks like Rachel Maddow took her shirt off. Like I don't know. To, I'm a weirdly shaped Ugh. guy. I'm a weirdly shaped guy. Like I, I am skinny with a beer gut. I am not in shape. You should work out. I don't work out. You know that's that's it's whatever. I'm not here to body shame this guy. But he looks fucking weird. He like. His face, like, not a bad-looking guy, right? He just looks like, you know, a, a, a nice-looking dude, right? And then, I guess you take off the shirt, and he has titties. This is a hermaphrodite. There's something fucked up with this guy,
1: Spicky. There's something wrong here. Yeah, it's uh, it's disgusting, but it's traumatizing to look at. I mean, it's fucking bad. Like, I gore, fine, but dudes with tits, like, I was really triggered. Do you remember that dude who was breastfeeding the baby? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That, that really fucking disgusted me. Like that, like I don't, that is fucking gross. That that
2: was, that was fucked up tranny shit. I got to get my watch and my fucking uh, Yarmuluk off here because they're weighing me down. They're weighing down the hot ticks. But uh, yeah, this guy, I mean, whatever. He has man boobs, dude. And that's okay, I guess. But like, don't, you know, you need to be, if you have a bad body like I do, you need to be ashamed of it. You need to make up for it in other shit to be ashamed of your bad body. I'm not so ashamed that I'm going to do anything about it, but I'm ashamed. I know I'm skinny fat. This guy's like, fuck that. And now he's in a New York Post article with, he's, there's something wrong with him and he should go to his parents and find out what happened. It's, he looks like he, he just, he is Rachel Maddow with his fucking, with her fucking shirt off, dude. Like that really, I put it in the chat for people. They'll be in the show notes. This is like, why would you, hashtag the way I am. Like I, you could be attractive, dude. You really could. You're, you got, he's got, why does he have titties, dude? Why does he have titties? He has a full chest of hair, but he's also got titties. Like it's weird. I, are you there? Can I hear you? Are you still fucked up? Oh, good. I'm glad we're having all kinds of these, uh, these issues here. So it's
1: still not, it's still not working.
2: Now it's working. Yeah. Now it's working. Try turning up your mic sensitivity or something like that. I think it might have something to do with that. But yeah, I'll bet that's what it is because I'll bet you were talking. Um, and uh, yeah, just turn up your mic sensitivity or like get your mic closer to your, to your face hole. Uh, but we got to get you an arm. Guys, go ahead and donate it to the Streamlabs. That way we can... Actually, we got to buy Spicky a better computer is what
1: we got to do. That's only about 200-something <laughs> bucks. So... I have a better computer somewhere. I just... Uh, this is all set up, and it has nothing on it. There's nothing on this computer at all. Nothing. I don't know. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. I, I I just... I thought this guy was, like, goofy as fuck. Like, what a... What a silly... Like... I... <sighs> I don't know. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? I guess that is, uh, you know, it's just the way that he is, Vicky. I I guess I'm not going to worry
1: about it too, <laughs> too much. It's, it's, he's, he's pretty fucking disgusting is what it is.
2: It is gross. And, th- I mean, really, it's just strange that that is the type of stuff that you know this guy's a lefty and he hates, you know, uh, uh, Nigel Farage and all of that shit. He's over there in, in the UK. Um, so he talks like a fucking retard anyway. But, like, why would you? Why would you do that? And he has a ring on his on his ring finger on his left hand. Oof, I'm sorry. On his left hand. This guy might be married. What do you think her knockers look like? Holy shit. They got to be real good, right? (laughs) They got to be better than his. I it's you could titty fuck this nigga. Like you really could squeeze them little boys together and you get a hairy ass fucking dick ride from that. Like that's fucking ridiculous, dude. Why would you be proud of that? It doesn't say how old he is. I don't think. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, he's 26. You're too old to be doing this shit, bro. That's fucking <laughs> stupid. That's so fucking dumb. It's what a what a trash bag of a human being. Uh, but yeah, all right. We've got. Uh, oh, we I, I, I forgot. We got to scroll up here. Uh, we've got um, we got a lot of stuff to go over. Uh, with with the whole uh, midterm stuff. Uh, good, the bad, the ugly uh and i'm not just talking about stacy abrams um you know there's a lot of stuff to go over man so we're gonna go ahead and i suppose we can get to it uh with the permission of my co-pilot what do you think specter can we go ahead and uh go ahead and hit the nose on this bitch as long as you can fucking hear me all right we'll 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 try
5: You are now cordially invited to ride shotgun in the smart car of hate.
0: Buckle up, motherfuckers! It's right to ride
2: guys i know i know i know we know believe me i know because i was there and so were you it wasn't the way that we thought it would happen or was it we lost the house okay it's just the way that things are um it's not exactly the end of the world although it, it would be better if we had not uh I, I really did. I thought that we would keep the house, um, but I had had in my in my in my in back of my head, and and probably said on the internet. I'm on a seven day right now, uh, which, which they got me on Monday for saying that uh, to some nerd out there, some identitarian nerd. By the way, if you're that's still your political position, I you know you got to evolve, bro. Um, sorry, it's it's lame, but. I said to some nerd, uh, I hope all white people die, so they got me on Monday. Uh, I had said, okay, if if they do get the house, it's going to be no more than seven. And, well, as of, I think right now they have six. Uh, there's still a couple uh, races. I think they got like five or six right now. There's still a few races out there that have yet to be called, but not a bad um not a bad thing at all. Yes, 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 yes. I know. Biden, we're going to get the house, and now it's going to be this and that, and the other. And oh my God, like they're going to do investigation after investigation and subpoena after subpoena and possibly indictments after indictments. I'm aware. I know. But what is this insurmountable odds that the president has always been up against? Biden, Biden, I can't believe that you're just. You're acting like this. It's because it's Trump. It's because it's Trump. Well, let's let's take a look at what this genius over here, uh, Richard Spencer, had to say. Uh, Nick Fuentes is a literal and figurative child. I don't point uh, I don't point this out to needlessly jump on someone. He's uh, representative of a delusional way of thinking that infects the alt right, which needs to end. And he goes on. This is a tweet storm. This nigga goes on for ages, dude. Like, it's fucking dumb. Uh, for more than a year, many serious people. Serious people in the alt-right. You know, all those serious people. Uh, Richard Spencer, by the way, is hiding out in Whitefish. Uh, just by the way, he's not over at, at the loft or whatever. He's hiding out in Whitefish at the moment like a fucking coward and the little bitch that he is. But uh, yeah, when he's not, you know, beating his wife or like fucking eighteen-year-olds or whatever, uh, yeah, that's that's what he does. And I'm not against either of those things, like at all. Uh, I think that's fucking hilarious. But he somehow makes them stupid. You know, like anything is cool. Like, oh my god, imagine this little nerd on a skateboard or something. Like, it'd be something that's normally cool. He totally fucks up and makes awful. But anyway. For more than a year, many serious people pointed out that Trump went off the rails very early on and that he wasted his political capital and window of opportunity on Paul Ryan's and occasionally Bill Kristol's agenda uh, instead of what he promised in 2016. Nick invariably attacked us as black-pilled impractical wingnuts or worse, who were harming Trump's agenda and blinded the fact that he was actually winning the whole time. I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry. That's like it's just the truth i'm sorry that he didn't just murder all the blacks richard but he didn't just have peaceful ethnic cleansing or whatever the hell that is you wing nut you nerd you dweeb who's going through a political a, a, a midlife crisis unblock me on twitter you'll bitch i have him blocked too so whatever but listen you're a nerd now, after the GOP's loss of the House, which is the end of the world, by the way, guys. It's the end of the fucking world. Uh, and the reality that some serious immigration reform is close to impossible, that's just not true, has been made manifestly clear. Nick Parrott's back at us that we've been saying for a year and a half, uh, with one difference, of course, Papa Trump is blameless. And yeah, we get that. It's some Milo Neopolis uh, fucking callback i guess is what you know he was trying to do but he's too fucking retarded to actually do anything anyway other than sell people under the fucking river dude just really 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 just throws people all under the bus constantly you have no friends you sociopathic piece of shit dude you wish you were patrick bateman but instead you're just a little fucking coward hanging out in whitefish you're a loser dude fuck you you're done the Republican establishment never wanted Trump's 2016 agenda. It may, Well, on that point, he's right. Uh, it, it made it explicitly clear in countless statements and white papers over the, over the past decade. It is Trump who did some fucking gay ass bullshit. I'm not reading the rest of this. Um, you can go check that out. We'll put it in the show notes. Basically pointless bullshit. Here's the thing about old fucking Dickie Spencey, the stooge, the grifter, the nerd. He did not know what the fuck he's talking about. Thank God Richard Spencer decided to go off the rails and be a fucking just crazy person because he's sociopathic enough that he might actually have been like a governor or some shit had he not been like totally pushed away by the political class. Fucking idiot, you nerd. Let's look at the amount of House seats that have been lost by other presidents. 2010 Obama, 63 seats lost. 94, Clinton, 52 seats lost. 1958, Eisenhower, 48 seats lost. We got 1974, Ford, you know, Nixon. 48 seats lost. 1966, Johnson, 47. 1946, Truman, 45. 2006, Bush, 30. I'm sorry, 1950, Truman, 29. 1982, Reagan, 26. And then now we're looking at what? Like 26, 27, 28. And in 2018 for Trump. And Trump is the (laughs) fucking... Dude... He, he's gotten the most Senate seats of any sitting president since FDR. So eat a fucking dick. Stupid. I am worried about this and we're going to get to why you should be worried about it. But it's not Richard Spencer's craziness. Ignore these fucking assholes that are just out there talking nonsense trying to be relevant. You know why you can trust me? Do you know why you can trust me? Because I'm not fucking relevant. Insanity. Nerd. Stupid. Oh, but what about the white people or whatever? You love the European Union. Fuck you. Go beat your wife because she's ugly. And I agree with that. But she got some big knockers, so that's cool too. Fuck Richard Spencer. Don't ever listen to that nerd. Ever in your entire life. Now, why am I worried about this? Hold on. I... no, I'm going to go on with the rant. Okay, I, I I am worried about this because how Nancy Pelosi is handling this. She's handling it pretty swimmingly well. Uh, and if they act like this, and they actually get some shit done, small things, it makes it look like, wow, Democrats should be in charge of Congress. Not good. Not good for us at all. But I don't think she's going to be Speaker. Trump's already endorsed her. Which is fucking hilarious. Very funny. Bold move by him to do that. He did it twice. And we're going to get to all these clips. We'll get to these clips when I want to get to these clips. And I I know Spicky's just like itching to talk. And we're going to be able to do that. But what is happening right now is something that the GOP has hoped for for years. And ultimately is a great fucking thing. We have the Senate. The courts are going to continue to be packed to the fucking brim with Republicans, we're getting Republican judges, that's where the law is made, all of this shit that's going to happen in two, over the next two fucking years, where they do go, oh, we got to investigate, oh, we got to do this and that and the other, that's going to be the focus of the media, the whole time we're packing the courts, that's long-term wins, that changes the country, It's a wonderful shield. I would have loved to have kept the house. But anybody, and we are on a ticking time clock. Spencer is right about that. He's right about a lot of stuff. But so is Alex Jones. And I respect Alex Jones a lot more. There's, there is that ticking time clock. That's fucked. That's something that's going to be a problem. But what many people are going to say now, and you need to ignore because they're not normal people, they're fucking crazy people, is some weird alluding to armed revolution stuff. And it's a funny LARP, and you should do that shit on Gab, but there's somebody out there that might be crazy and like decide that that's what they should do. it's insanity to just what what is what is the spencerian fucking plant it's all get all these white people all around the world i'm like what are you what are you, what are you gonna do pal you going to do anything he offers no solutions he farts in the wind and it's, it's just going after a guy like fuentes i thought was like the most retarded bullshit and it's like wow you really just want to be relevant still don't you buddy loser complete dweeb fuck that guy hated that guy for a while before we go into more specific stuff about the midterms, Spicky, um, man, it's weird how we've been saying for a long time that Richard Spencer's garbage. And the Sweat's been saying, you know, that they were garbage. They, uh, But they did deep dives into the guy's history and stuff. I don't need to do that. I just know that I disagree with him because he's dumb.
1: Yeah, facts aren't really, don't need to be that relevant when you're talking about Richard Spencer. The only fact is the guy is a complete fucking moron. Dumbass. He's a fucking faggot. Good on you for beating your wife. She probably deserved it. Yeah. Round of applause. Uh, I I don't know. That's that's funny.
2: I think that's hilarious. Like, yeah. Like, (laughs) I'm not anti him beating his wife. You know? (laughs) I'm just anti him being.
1: Yeah. Yeah. What's funny is, uh, you know, he got punched by a little fucking nerd and uh, his balls went up into his stomach and he ran away like a little fucking girl. And then he goes home and beats his wife. Like, that is fucking richard spencer in a nutshell the guy's a fucking moron but him crying about fuentes saying uh we're all blackpilled in the alt right and this and that and then he goes and like does this shit yeah. where he's like actually blackpilled like oh fucking life's over we fucking lost the house like dude everybody loses the house that's how it works i mean it happens every single fucking time just about yeah, and, and,
0: fuck out. yeah. you're our
1: black club. nick fuentes is right Good job doing a threat and proving Nick Fuentes right, you fucking moron. It's,
2: I mean, oh. and we just ran through the numbers. You know, we just ran through the numbers of this. This is, I uh, like, uh, he's right on par with Reagan, uh, roughly. You know, and Reagan didn't even pick up those Senate seats. All right, the, the like winning the Senate as 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 boldly as we did is is great. All right, it's not ideal i would have loved to have kept the house but we had everything against us man we had everything is we had a lot of retirements yeah that's uh it's it's just the way that it is and i just to say that that's the end of it 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 shows a real lack of of understanding so if anybody is gonna now we there are stuff that we need to reflect on and i guess let's go into that before we start playing some of these clips here but well, no, let's play the Pol- uh, the Pelosi clip first, and then we'll talk about this, because there are some things that we need to reflect on, things that the GOP can do better. So here's what Pelosi had to say uh, today.
6: In terms of working with the president, I, um, I just would say that I worked very uh, productively with President Bush when we had the majority and he had the presidency. We passed one of the biggest uh, energy bills in the history of our country. Uh, We passed one of the biggest uh, tax bills in terms of stimulus um, for low-income people as well as middle-income people uh, in his presidency. And the list goes on. PEPFAR. He wanted PEPFAR. We wanted big. And and there's so many issues that we worked together, even though I vehemently opposed him the war in Iraq. But the point is, is that we worked together. The president said, I'll wait for them to send me something. Well, we have ideas and uh, we can send them something, but the fact is, if we We'd like to work together so our, our legislation will be bipartisan. We're not going for the lowest common denominator. We're going for the boldest common denominator. Our position will be a consensus within our own party of what we can support, uh, but also welcoming other ideas. So we look forward to a, a new kind of a new era in terms of what has happened. It's this past two years, has seemed like a very, very long time in terms of the path that has taken us down. When I think of our founders and their courage, their vision, what they had in mind for us, we put this for many one, when I think of the American people and how beautifully diverse we are and how uh, newcomers to our country have constantly reinvigorated America, when I think of our beautiful planet, uh, planet and, of course, our own country god's gift to us and how it has been neglected uh, and degraded in this past couple of years Uh, i think that there's plenty of opportunity for us to match our legislation with the rhetoric
2: that's enough of that bullshit that's that's enough of that bullshit so what nancy pelosi is doing is playing uh you know a, a a a 90s democrat, you know, a, a early 2000s 90s democrat. This is why this worries me a little bit. Yeah, Ocasio uh keyboard uh lost or won her uh her seat over there. Uh they're going to ignore her. Um I I, I believe they're going to ignore her. But there is going to be a big fight and a fracturing within the Democratic Party right now of the communists and of Democrats like the role that Nancy Pelosi is trying to play right now. I don't know if she'll be speaker. I don't think she will. I think it'll just be too divisive for the party. But she's been there a long time. But something to worry about is that appeals to people, guys. That appeals to Democrats. To actual Democrats. Not all Democrats are the crazy loud minority. And yes, I'm talking about the minority of the party. And I'm also talking about the black woman at the DMV. They're not the crazy loud minority. A lot of them are just people. Because an apolitical person, someone who doesn't listen to this podcast or or care really about that. Because there are people out there, guys, that do not care at all about this shit. That's why when I say things like, you know, like Patrick Casey is not important, he's only important to you, nerds. Normal people have no idea who Mike Enoch is. Normal people don't know who Jared Holt is. Normal people don't know what It's Going Down is. That's all fucking weird internet shit. They don't know about it. But an apolitical person, because of the media, because they are fed a steady stream of Jewish bullshit, is going to default to being center left. That is the type of stuff that speaks to them. Oh, I like the planet. That's I don't know why everybody's Mickey Mouse. I'm not going to do that voice. Uh, I like the planet yay you know that's good and like i like it when people get along good oh i hate the gridlock in congress those those are just normal things you might call them npcs i don't i call them apolitical people i don't call them npcs i don't call them normies i call them apolitical people just average people the people that you pretend to care about if you're a you know political person That speaks to them. So this could be an interesting turn of events. And we've got more news about, like, you know, Rosenstein and and, uh, Sessions is gone and all of this stuff. So we're about to go on a wild ride for another two years. But that's the shit that can speak to people. You have the Trump base. The Trump base is strong. But we cannot... Deny that there was a major turnout. There was a major turnout everywhere. Uh, you know for both sides. But there was a major turnout. For Democrats. So we have to sit back and ask why. Now it's easy to be like. Oh it was the blacks. That's not exactly true. Like it's not. I. It's just not. Why is. And this is something that the Democrats going to. Fuck up on real hard. But you know white women. Why have we not reached white women in the levels that we should be reaching them? The Democrat Party is going to do their damnness to send us over. it send them over to our side. But like single college educated white women, they tend to vote with Jamal. Now I get it. I don't like, I, I don't like the fact that we have to have the Hispanic and the black vote. But with these record numbers of employment, why, why are we not reaching them exactly? One is the media. You know, it's, it's, the media has a lot to do with that. So maybe I guess you can just like blame the Jews or whatever, but like, it doesn't matter what the reason behind it, the greater reason or whatever you've got to get to. Why, why are we not reaching these people? Cause we're going to have to ultimately we are going to lose Texas and Florida eventually. It's not a good look, but you've got to ask why, and you can't just go around hating the Democrats Like, the people involved in politics, yeah, hate them, fuck them. Fuck Maxine Waters, she's a bitch. But your neighbor might just be an apolitical person, and by default, they're going to lean center-left because of what they've been told. So just, I need you to talk to your neighbor. Don't go jaywalk on that motherfucker's lawn, but talk to people, man. Most people are not going to really be as okay with a lot of this progressive bullshit if they know about it and what it actually is. And I'm not saying red pill individuals. I'm saying talk to them about it. In conversation, when it should come up, buy them a beer, be a person, you pay taxes. Talk to them about that. Remember, how many times have we said this? Talk about resources. When you're talking about immigration, talk to them about resources. If they're not already like a racist motherfucker or whatever, right? Talk to them about resources. It's very important. Ask them if they would feel okay with their son wearing dresses. And they're going to be like, well, I mean, I'd love him no matter what, but, you know, I'd rather he didn't between you and me. Again, that's where the beer comes in. Center left, man. They all default to center left. Pelosi is speaking to the normal people in the Democratic Party because I'm old enough and I know Spiky's old enough to remember when the basic divide was taxes, guns and abortion. A lot of these people are scared of guns and they want more welfare programs. And that's stuff we can talk about. Not the gun thing. Fuck you. We're not doing anything with the guns. We need more guns, if anything. But that's whatever. But when it comes to the welfare programs, that's stuff we can talk about. Who gets it and why? The uh, the, the Democrats won the House on health care. That was what they campaigned on for like the last two weeks. And it worked. Uh, they, they, they they made people think that a Republican House would mean if you have a pre-existing condition, which is typically like, you know, restless leg syndrome or, uh, you know, just a bunch of other nonsense that they give you pills for. Again, you can probably, you know, trace that back to a, a certain tribe of people, but they didn't want that gone. They wanted health insurance. The Democrats ran on health insurance for about the past two two weeks, and it worked. It worked. That's the type of voter that we need to appeal to as well. Anyway, Spicky, I don't know. I'm sorry. I kind of went off for a little bit, man. What's up?
1: Yeah, Jesus Christ, man. You fucking optics cuck. It's just true. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, you mean we shouldn't, uh, you know, fucking burn Israeli flags on our neighbor's fucking lawn to try to get them to vote for Republicans? <laughs> you mean, you mean that's not that's not helping anybody? Or uh, go on Gab and just say I'm gonna fucking careful, be fucking careful, really nice. careful. Oh yeah, no, I yeah, I'm being careful. <laughs> you know, they're, they're uh their uh, theories or their. There, I guess you could say plans in some cases, right, uh, to uh, inflict harm on people. Screw your optics, man. I'm going in. Like, that's, that's a lot of the reason why uh, a, there was a pretty big turnout, to be honest with you. Shit like that. Of course they're going to blow it up, and it's going to be this big thing. A fucking Gap Nazi fucking killed people. And then you got, I don't know, that fucking guy down in Florida, like, mailing fake bombs to people, which is... I mean, that's a not a good joke <laughs> like no, that is but... that's that's not help why why does this have to happen uh, it's like yeah. but but you know like like shit like that it, it does change things it affects things i mean that was that shit was i mean of course they're gonna blow it way out of proportion. i mean it's pretty you, bad let's you, be honest yeah no it's bad you shouldn't do that shit
2: did you see in pittsburgh the i voted stickers uh had like stand against hate and the uh uh Star David on it and like the Steelers thing or whatever. It's like, I voted standing against it. Like, yeah. Now this was, this was a bold and awesome move actually by the left. I have to give them credit on this because it's like, you can't be like, Hey, that's trying to influence the election because Republic. And they're like, yeah, yeah, go on, go on, say it, say it, Daryl, say it, you know? And, and it's like, shit. You know, uh, but they knew what they were doing, and it was good. It was good. I got oh, yeah. to hats off to, to really in general, hats off to the Democrats for how they, uh, you know, how they did this. But Pittsburgh was a, a, a those stickers, that was just so fucking good.
1: Yeah. yeah, good job. Good job, Democrats. I mean, they had, they had that one fucking handed to them. Uh, <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? And then people are like applauding that shit, like it was a good. Th- are you fucking retarded? Like real, like real good fucking look, guys. You're gonna, you're gonna really turn people to be Republicans when you're saying shit like, ah, too bad he only got eleven. <laughs> like you guys are fucking stupid.
2: Uh... I mean, it's, like, memes are memes, so I'm not going to be, like, too terribly upset. But it's, like, it's also, like, I mean, you know, come on, guys.
1: They are, but these people are being fucking serious. They're not memes. These people, a lot of them are fucking stupid. I I don't understand. Also, the other thing is, uh, if Nancy Pelosi doesn't get Speaker of the House, she's going to chimp out completely. And uh, that's really going to fracture the party, so I hope she doesn't get it.
2: Oh, no, I don't think she will get it. I think it's going to be too much of a uh, a fight. She'll um, lose
1: it. She will fucking lose it.
2: Well, it, it's. I mean, that's. I don't know. Should we make a? Uh, we should make some type of. Uh, I. I don't have to fuck a calzone, which is good because New Jersey didn't turn red. So, uh, happy about that. Kind of bittersweet. But, uh, should we make a friendly uh wager with our uh with our audience? Um, we'll we'll, we'll try to have to figure something out. I don't. I don't think that Pelosi is going to be speaker. It's a possibility, but I don't think she will.
1: Well, I don't think it's a good idea. I think she's just going to throw a raging fucking cunt fit, and she will do what she does. I would like to see Maxine Waters be the speaker. (laughs) Personally, that is who I want to see. (laughs) Uh, But I guess after Maxine Waters, uh, I would probably say Pelosi because she's fucking losing it, and she is retarded.
2: I, I don't know who they're gonna go with, but I don't think it'll be Pelosi. Uh, I think even the Democrats, you know, just normal Democrats are probably a little tired of her. Uh, she was trying really hard to appeal to the the moderate Democrats, though. Um, I mean, it was impressive the things that she did uh, when, when she was talking and all of that. I, it it was like if Democrats acted like that all the time, then we could just sit back. Like you remember when the when the the argument used to be like. You like abortion? No. Oh, okay, cool. Guns? No. All right, well, you guys sit in a corner and argue about that for a while because one of you likes it and the other one doesn't. Uh, it It used to be, like, it was never really that simple, but, like, not everybody was involved politically or, or pretended to be involved politically, um, and it was a simpler time. I really was. I mean, I know that's so fucking cliche to even say. Honestly, actually, I'm completely wrong. Politics has always been terrible. We're just doing 60s levels of fucking politics at this point. And it's fucking terrible, and I, I, I don't know. Whatever. So there's this guy. Uh, yeah, speaking, you know, Chapo, uh, Chapo Trap House. Uh, I've
1: heard of him. Seen something? Yeah, but
2: uh... yeah, it's it's this like lefty podcast uh, that's not nearly as good as ours, but like outperforms us constantly by um like millions of dollars um oh yeah this uh this podcast is sponsored by Alec Bradley cigars Alec Bradley cigars gives you that crisp cool taste that agrees with everything that I do so go ahead and contact Alec Bradley cigars and tell them uh you know that you you learned about them because of this podcast but uh you know they'll send you free, <laughs> they'll send you free stuff but uh, <laughs> This this fella Matt uh Matt Christman uh he he was doing the the live coverage, right? I thought I got a little too drunk doing uh uh doing America First, but this fella this fella is like drunker than either of us have ever been. Like uh, you got to you get there's a couple clips you got to hear this shit. It's fucking amazing. Uh if it ever loads. Let's see.
3: Democrats suck
1: ass. Okay. <laughs> There is no hope in the modern Our next call. party system. Kill yourself and kill everyone around you. No, no.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, soft endorsement, I guess. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't go with the hard endorsement because, uh, that might allude to something, uh, <laughs> like an F or you might get an FBI visit for that. But, uh,
2: yeah, th- th- this guy like is one of the Chapo guys, like makes a bunch of money. And like Spicky and I were thinking when we were like, you know, when I was like, fuck it, I'm done doing the show. I was like, we need to make a new podcast and maybe we'll call it Chapo uh, trap house. And it will just be about like dudes that cut their dicks off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just just <laughs> trannies
1: who finally got it done
2: yeah yeah well i mean we're, 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 we still need to do an episode of the great leap forward with bryden and Spikey. the two qua or no brendan and spiky the two quares.
1: i got uh, a pretty good gay voice i'm not gonna do it now but
2: uh but yeah there's one more clip here and this shit is so, so funny
6: Bruce.
1: josh
2: as you as you might imagine i'm uh sorry to, to around. I, I think
1: we have to take a break right now
2: no you know, worries. We are I'll, going to our yeah, scheduled yeah. break at the we're, end of the we're, hour. We're going to it I love that. I love the guy in the middle, of this like Asian motherfucker, this like twinkle little bitch is like, uh, no, no worries. We're going to our scheduled break at the end of the hour. And meanwhile, his buddy is like flailing around like that fucking one autistic kid that ended up going to the special needs school and shit. Um This dude is like we we'll put it in the show notes. It's fucking hilarious. This guy is just off the rails. Like, I mean, more power to him, it's hilarious
1: another another break right now josh androski always a pleasure to talk to you keep following that race for us you can follow me at josh androski on twitter Uh, trump will win in 2020 and be a (laughs) two-term i mean He's the guy who looks like the Numa Numa guy, right? He's the fat one with yeah, glasses? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He bad, reminds yeah. me so much of that fucking guy from that, like, the first viral video I think I ever saw with that fucking Numa Numa guy just flailing around, freaking out like a retard, singing that fucking song. My That's happy, what he reminds
2: me. Yeah.
1: Who, Trump will be a two-term president. <laughs> Holy fuck. He is, yeah, that guy is fucking hilarious dude. It reminds me of watching the sweat the other week or last weekend, maybe it was, where Sean was just fucking hammered, which is
2: no this always guy, a
1: good time. This guy, always is like, a good time. Way
2: more drunk
1: than Sean. Like Sean oh, was yeah.
2: pretty, pretty fucking plastered. It was awesome, but no, this guy's like beyond it being entertaining and more like, oh, get him to the hospital. Like he's flailing around and somebody on Twitter actually said that uh, they used to have a buddy who was autistic that would do that when he was intoxicated so that guy's probably on the spectrum which makes sense I mean I think there was something wrong with you i have never drank that much like a normal I, maybe because he's just such an absolute unit of a guy like he's just a big dude that he didn't just fall over you know like I if I had ever had that fucking much I just fall the fuck over and go to bed I throw up or whatever right
1: yeah that, yeah it's weird I, I mean I don't I don't it doesn't matter how much I drink I don't I don't turn into that guy you know what I mean like I'll just I'll do stupid shit I don't like like my voice doesn't change I could probably pass a sobriety test when I'm too drunk I just pass out that's it I mean it's over with
2: yeah I you know speaking of too drunk I've forgotten like uh, this is like such a for any new viewers if they are out there uh, this is not a typical show we normally don't start it this early we're really fucking with the scheduling and stuff. Uh, I'm so happy speaking, of, I'm so happy I can say fuck again. Like I, I did like three hours where like I, I had to apologize every time I said fuck. Plus I uh I I had this really good joke, right? I thought this was funny. Tell me what you think of this one. Um uh either Vance or Fuentes or somebody was like, uh, you know, and they're and, and the Democrats they did a really good job of getting women out, the Hispanics out, and the blacks out. And uh, I said something along the lines of uh, man that sounds like a platform I can get on uh, on board with you know I just want to get the women out the blacks out and the Hispanics out just get them out of here <laughs> it's fairly too edgy it's fairly too edgy but that's uh, too edgy it's too edgy apparently but yeah I forgot I mean in like nine minutes we're supposed to have uh uh cater endless on here but yeah guys this isn't normally uh how the show runs it's normally a little bit more uh uh you know, family oriented, not family oriented. Well, it depends <laughs> on what family you come from. But, uh, no, it's a little, a uh, little bit more, uh, uh, organized. Um, we have not even gone through all of the, uh, midterm stuff or the sessions and the Rosenstein stuff. Uh, we're, we're, that was second hour. Anyway, it's fine. That'll get through there. I keep forgetting Cater's going to come on. The, uh, one thing we're going to do before we, uh, uh, go to break and we get Cater to come back and talk about his new book. Um, uh, which I forget the name of. I'm horrible at hosting podcasts, but uh, it's about the Jesus. ADL. It's oh, it's so I'm so bad, Spicky But uh, this this was interesting. Did you happen to see Trump's um uh like his two hour long press conference today with like uh the the White House press corps and all of this shit, and they were just animals.
1: No, I saw Jim Acosta beat up a woman, so uh, I'm a big <laughs> yeah. Jim Acosta. F- I'm a big Jim. I'm a big Jim Acosta fan right now.
2: Yeah. Uh, so that was one of the the best exchanges, and we're going to go ahead and play that for you. But one thing that I thought was interesting was like he just kept it going, and then mm-hmm. it would be like uh, you know uh, he was like Where are you from? And they were like Yahoo News, and then he goes Yeah, I hope they're doing well. Uh, and then like the other guy, you know, he was like uh, you know he just pointed at him immediately. He was like you Where are you from? He goes mtv lebanon you know like when, like i was waiting for mike cernovich to show up at just any fucking moment and be like hi i'm from girl this is my name is mike cernovich <laughs> like he was taking questions for everybody dude i really thought you would be there at some point and would be like hi i'm from right to bryden we're america's journalist. uh <laughs> so like, how big's your dick um like
1: <laughs> If we if we uh if we could somehow get a verified Twitter account uh it'd be nice to get some uh White House press c- credentials I would gladly show up there hammered and just yeah no sorry Mr Trump I don't have a fucking question for you I have a question for that Hispanic faggot Jim Acosta sitting in the front row. <laughs>
2: Well, I, I think Lucian Wintrich already uh might be skirting the lines with showing up drunk. I don't know. I know the guy. He's got uh <laughs> he, he drinks whiskey uh, a little often during interviews and stuff. But uh no, that no, shouts out to Lucian. He's a good he's a good fella. But uh over at Gateway Pundit. should Hey, hey,
1: Lucian. Shoulda taken the scoop but tried to give you pal cuz fucking Paul jo- Paul Joseph Watson fucking took it. So good job buddy
2: it's, Gonna yeah, have people, that don't, people don't know that we actually like have scoops we send to like professional journalists and shit and sometimes and they're like on, sometimes they're I like don't.
1: yeah they're like yeah no this this comes from you no i'm not taking it it's <laughs> not a it's not a big deal okay asshole well it ended up being a fucking big deal that's how that's how it works with us though uh it's we funny. just because we're just trolls. Yeah, no,
2: it's pretty terrible. But uh so no, this was the exchange between Trump and Acosta, uh, which just needs to be played because it's amazing. Uh thank
5: you, Mr. President. I wanted to challenge you on, on one of the statements that you made in the tail end of the campaign, uh in in the midterms that here, this, here we go. That well, if let's you don't go, mind, Mr. Go. President that this caravan was an invasion. As you know, I, Mr. I, I consider it to be an invasion. As you know, Mr President, the caravan was not an invasion. It's a it's a, a group of migrants moving up from Central America towards the border with the US.
3: Thank you for telling And
5: me that I why why did you why did you characterize it as such? Uh, because I
3: consider it an invasion. You and I have a difference of opinion. But do
5: you think that you demonized immigrants not in this election no, to try I to want keep them
3: I want them to come into the country, but they have to come in legally. You know, they have to come in Jim, through a process. I want it to be a process. And I want people to come in and we need right. the people. You your, campaign, wait, ha- your campaign your campaign wait, wait. You know why we need the people though? because we have hundreds of companies moving in. We need the people.
5: Right. But your campaign had an ad showing migrants climbing over walls and well, so on. Well, that's true. It pour, it, but they it, weren't it, actors. They're not going to be doing they that. They weren't actors.
3: Well, no, it's true. Do you think they were actors? They weren't actors. They didn't come from Hollywood. These were, these were people, this was an actual, you know, it happened a few days ago. And uh,
5: they're hundreds of miles away though. They're hundreds and hundreds of miles away. That, that's I not an invasion. Should, honestly.
3: Uh, I think you should let me run the country. You run CNN, All right. and if you did it well, your ratings would well, be ask, much better. Let me ask. If I, if I okay, may ask one other question,
5: Mr. President, if I may, if I may ask one other ahead. question, are you worried? Of, that's enough. That's enough, Mr. President. That's enough. Ask one of the other folks. That's enough. Pardon me, ma'am.
3: Mr. President, that's enough.
2: Okay, hold on, hold on. I have to. I have to say for the uh, for, for the commuters, for the audio only, uh, you know, uh, people that don't watch the YouTube thing, um, and you'll be able to see the video. Uh, a young lady comes and tries to take the microphone away from him. Uh and then he goes, uh you know, he's, he's not having it. Jim Acosta is an entitled fucking prick. Um, you know, I mean maybe he's got a fucking address and stuff, you know.
5: President, I one Wait, other you know, question if I may ask on on the Russia investigation, are you concerned that that you may have I'm not concerned about anything with you the indictment investigation because it's a hoax. Are you, That's enough. Put down the mic. Mr. President, are you worried about indictments coming down in this investigation?
2: Now, it was taken away from him, thankfully. The microphone was taken away from him. What an asshole. What a hostile uh, press. It is to the president. They never would have treated Obama this way. The only people that treated Obama this way were pundits on Fox News. So, like, don't let them ever bring up Obama for that shit. The only other president that's been treated almost like this was Reagan. Uh, And, you know, I have my problems with Reagan. Uh, He ruined California. But uh, just bear that in mind. Like, this is horrible. The way that they are treating the president—it's fucking terrible,
3: Mr. President. I tell you what, CNN should be ashamed of itself having you working for them. You are a rude, terrible person. You shouldn't be working for CNN. Go ahead. I, I think that's unfair. You're a very rude person. The way you treat Sarah Huckabee is horrible, and the way you treat other people are horrible. You shouldn't treat people that way. Go yeah. ahead.
5: In, in, go in, ahead, Jim, Peter. Go in, ahead. in Jim's defense, I've traveled with him and watched him. He's a diligent reporter who busts Well, his I'm butt not like a big fan of, of
3: yours either. So, I yeah. understand. <laughs>
5: yeah. Let me ask you a question if I can.
3: You repeatedly said. You are the best.
5: Mr. President, you repeatedly,
3: okay, over the course okay, of. Okay, just sit down, please. But when you, when you report fake news. No, when you report fake news.
2: Jim Acosta still going at it, still just loud as hell, being a complete prick. Um,
3: absolutely horrible which cnn does a lot you are the enemy of the people go ahead mr president over the course over the course of the last several days jim acosta
2: is really fucking proud of himself man jim acosta thinks that he's the bee's knees the dude is a total square and a complete nerd um i don't know um so look i speaky we got like so much stuff to, uh, luckily we started this shit early because we i forgot we had a guest but we're, we're gonna have a, a good guest call. we got to go with the sessions and rosenstein stuff we're, we're, we're kind of doing a lot of it. We still haven't even covered all the midterm stuff either. It's It'll be fine. We're going to get through it. It's fine. We, we got okay stuff in the stack. But what did you think of that fucking Acosta bullshit? What an ass.
1: Yeah, he is such an entitled little fucking a weasel is what he is. He is a weasel. That's a perfect. That is the perfect term for him. He is a weasel. He looks like a weasel. His forehead looks like a fucking beer pong table. I hate that guy. That bitch should have punched him right in the fucking mouth. I would have. He fucking karate chopped her. But aside from that, I mean, good for him for hitting a woman. He's going to get away with it. Uh, Even though it was shown all across the world, everybody's going to see that video. I guess good for him. Uh, But she should have just fucking hauled off and smacked him right in the fucking eyeball.
2: She did look look pretty distraught uh, with the thing. I mean, he he really, you know, he he was not uh, a respectful guy. And then I saw later on CNN, because remember, guys, nothing in the world happens that I don't see. Uh, There was like 80 people, by the way, which is a weird trend that CNN has. There's like 80 fucking people at a round table. uh, And they were like, all right, we're coming here. And it's like Wolf Blitzer and like all the other nerds and like... Three or four people nobody's ever heard of, like all sitting around, like, oh am I going to talk to Jim Acosta? And and all they did repeatedly was be like, uh you know, like Donald Trump lied, and da 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 da, da, da. You got to remember, there are people like my fucking idiot father that thinks CNN is unbiased. There are still people out there in the world that are center left that think CNN is in the middle because you've got Fox for the right wing. MSNBC for the left wing, and in the middle is CNN. Now, granted, it's not a lot of people. Their ratings are bullshit. We pull better numbers than they do uh, in our downloads. So I don't know about CNN on that, but there are people out there. There there are center-right and center-left people um, that are, are kind of like, oh, CNN, I guess. Now, these people are what I like to call fucking naive, but it's true they do exist. I know that. You know them as well,
1: dude. Yeah, I know people who vote off of that shit and you can't get through to them. They're just they're fucking dumb people. Yeah. I, I, what do you like you can't like uh, oh, look at this news article like oh, dude, it's on CNN. Like uh stop watching that shit. It's really bad. Oh, uh where do you get your news uh from all over the place like I, <laughs> yeah. you know, try to determine that for myself i don't watch something that's literally a fucking worldwide propaganda machine
2: what was that what was fucking. that app we downloaded or whatever when you were here that was
1: funny oh god i didn't <laughs> download that shit. smart news, I let, it was smart, I, news. Yeah, yeah. smart news i let you do that and you're like oh listen to this and it's like you're like we're walking out of your your apartment i remember you're like oh check this oh wow that's that's fucking cancer <laughs> all right i'm uninstalling this now it's like those, it's like those ads you get that are based on like wherever your VPN is set that, you know, it's like, it's like, uh, uh, it, all this random shit. That's like just completely fucking fake and they just change the location, but it's the same every single fucking time. Right. doesn't matter if you're in Russia or whatever, like if your VPN set there, it'll come up and it'll like post that shit. I assume that's what the app was. And then you basically confirmed it for me with the look on your face.
2: Well, okay, Spicky, I got a question for you. Do you, uh, well, I mean, we, we're, we're all friends here. Uh, do you have to pee? Do you want to do, uh, our guest is here. He's in the green room. Uh, do you want to do the interview now uh, or do you want to uh, uh, cut to break first? We've been going well, about I, almost an hour.
1: I have to piss and I need to get more beer. That's more important than having to piss. I could piss right. in a bottle. I got plenty of those. I That's... need to get beer.
2: Okay. So yeah, we're going to go ahead and we'll hit the break and then we will come back with cater endless. And then uh, we've got so much more uh, to, uh, uh, to go over. You guys, it, it's a big show. It's a big show. We're only, we're only doing once a week now. It's insanity. So uh, we will be uh, right back. Remember you can go to the gear bubble store. You can buy yourself a shirt, big shout out to West Virginia bot who uh, voted in a right to Biden shirt. Uh, was not able to retweet that because I am on a seven day, but uh, big shout out to you, guy. thanks for listening to the show. Uh, we've got steel and kneeing mugs. We have all kinds of stuff. We have a new shirt in the store uh, as well. Uh, it's uh, it's a cool one. so we will uh, we will see you just right after this, fellas. That is the wrong one. Okay, so uh geez, I'm all kinds of messed up with that. I need a producer, I swear. Um but uh yeah, so we 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 are back, um and I, I'm excited to uh decide excited to have our next guest on. He's a guy that I've known for a while. Um I, it, it might be closing in on two years. It may uh maybe something yeah, like I that. I think
7: so, actually, yeah.
2: Yeah, it's been been a while. I mean, I've just known you for the longest time. Uh, Mr. Cater Endless, he's the author of the new book, Defamation Factory The Sorted History of the ADL. Uh, I have yet to read it. It is something I want to read, even though I think reading makes you cucked because it's another man's ideas going into your head when you should come up with your own. But as I was telling (laughs) Spicky, as I was telling Spicky, this guy's just so damn smart. Now, to my audience, I know he's been on before, but to my audience, mm. um, excuse the way that he speaks. He sounds like a young Jared Taylor. Uh, it's it's just the way that he is. I've tried to beat it out of him, but it's just not the way that it is. He he just he keeps uh, he keeps on talking this way, which is great. It's probably a sign of his uh, superior intellect. Uh, so, welcome to the show. One of the smartest people I know, Mister Cater Inless. How's how's it going, Bud? Well, well, thank you. But I think you I think you. You, you as a comedian, should know that you shouldn't hype up somebody like that. You
7: know, <laughs> you got, the only way, the only place to go is down from there. But uh, I'm doing splendidly and I hope you and your audience is doing uh, equally well.
2: Oh I'm just trying to set you up, you know that way. I'm trying to like hype you up that way you're you know you don't feel that you're um, you know that much uh, on a pedestal talking to me, right? But you've got, uh, you got a new book uh, mm-hmm. the, the de- uh, is Defamation Factory. It's about the ADL. Uh, yeah, well, it's,
7: uh, it's actually, uh, I think, uh, as far as I'm aware, and I hope somebody corrects me if I'm incorrect, but I, I did some research about other books uh, concerning the ADL that were critical, and there's very few. There's also very, there's just very few books on the ADL, um, period. But insofar as I'm aware, it's the first book of its kind in that it's the first book that charts the the history of the ADL from its founding chronologically up to the present. And uh, and I think it's uh, even to people that aren't terribly interested in American history or the history of the ADL, I think it's quite a colorful read. The the, uh, strange things that the organization got up to is, uh, I think, rather fascinating.
2: Well, let's start at the beginning, because uh, I cannot remember the fellow's name, but he uh, he was a factory owner, if I remember correctly.
7: So you're talking about Leo Max Frank. Yeah. So yeah. in
2: 1913, uh, there was a young
7: girl who worked at a, a pencil factory in Atlanta, Georgia. It was the uh, National uh, Pencil Factory was the name of it. And she was 13 years old, uh, and she, on Confederate Day, went to collect one dollars and 20 cents from her superintendent a uh he was a jewish german uh engineer from brooklyn and who had who had moved to georgia and uh she went in to talk to him to get the money and that was the last time anyone seen her alive and then uh the next day she was found by the night watchman at the factory and um a man named uh, newt lee and her body was horribly mutilated and Further investigation revealed strange notes written in broken English and uh, clear signs of attempted rape. And so two detectives got on the case, um, Black and Boots. Uh, No, I'm not making that up. That was their name, Black (laughs) and Boots. And they went around to to Leo Frank's house. And before they even opened their mouths to say anything, he blurted out really loudly, uh, did something happen at the factory?
8: Hmm.
7: And they both looked at each other and, you know, that's a very sort of telling thing. And he was very nervous and agitated. And so and they said, yes, uh, come outside. And so they went out to the car and they asked Frank, do you know a young woman named Mary Fagan? Does she work at this factory? Do you know her? And Frank said instantly and emphatically, no, he had no knowledge of this person, which is clearly false. And they said, well, she's dead. And we know she worked at the pencil factory and she was found in the pencil factory by Newt Lee, who we know, you know, and he, and so they took him to the coroner's office. He seen the body. He was even more agitated, uh, could, could, had to look away instantly and then
2: said, Can you do me me a favor? This is enthralling as hell, but can you do me a favor and like stop rubbing your hands together or whatever you're doing? Uh, cause it's muffling out of the mic. Yeah.
7: I'm not sure what that would be
2: it's fine we'll roll with it it's fine now but whatever it is but anyway go ahead oh
7: i'm sorry uh well see the the problem was i had to uh, my microphone had died like it literally wouldn't work anymore <laughs> so i'm just using the built-in microphone on my laptop so i do apologize if the audio is terrible it was probably me rolling up my sleeves i apologize yeah, uh, anyways uh what happened after that was uh then he said ah i i remember her from her clothing uh, but I didn't remember her name. And so they started interviewing people, and it was clear that he knew who she was. and they had said that uh, he had um, other people had seen him talking with her. And it came out that uh, Leo Frank was a very lascivious person, and that he was he would often uh, flirt with girls, grab their breasts, grab their their lower regions. And he would sometimes take them up to his private offices and do things with them that shouldn't be discussed in polite society. And so suspicion very heavily fell on him. But at the same time, uh, it also fell on a a man who worked there named Jim Connolly.
2: Black guy. Sorry, what's that? Black guy.
7: Yes, a black... Oh, see, you're you're familiar with this, yes. So Jim Connolly, the reason he became a suspect was because his handwriting matched the notes that were found by Mary Fagan's body. Now, as all of this was developing, uh, and more and more evidence started to pile up against Leo Frank, uh, there, uh, there was um, several members of the Jewish community in the area were very, very disturbed. And they began to say that the only reason that Frank was under suspicion was because of anti-semitism and they and that the the people of Atlanta just hated Jews and I mean if you look at the, the literature at the time there's there's not really any kind of rabid hatred of Jews if anything they were predominantly philo-Semitic. Uh, but um, so that was the the, the impetus for uh, Sigmund Livingston who's a member of the Binay B'rith, To create the ADL um, as a defense for Frank. And in the initial charter, he said that the purpose of the organization was to defend Jews from defamation and to uh, bring justice to all the people of the world. Uh, and of course, that that didn't that didn't pan out very well, because
2: all the people, huh? all, all the, all the people right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's
7: just sort of generic people. <laughs> but uh, eventually there was so much evidence against Frank that he was sentenced to death. Now, his sentence was commuted to life in prison. And this so infuriated the people of Atlanta that they tore him from his jail cell in the dead of night, stole him away to uh, Marietta in front, of, um, in front of Mary Fagan's home and they hung him from a tree and her home was the last thing he ever saw. And the A.G.L. began ramping up their efforts after that, they used it as a, as a rallying cry. And to this day, they still say that Leo Frank was completely innocent of the charges that were brought against him.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that that uh, pans out with what I had known. Uh, You went into far more detail because you know you wrote a book. Um, That that, then I know again. This is why I got to get this thing and read it. But. So, uh, the ADL has obviously ramped up its efforts to uh, just, uh, for anybody that is on the fence about it or doesn't really know about it, that is the origin of the ADL. And the ADL is a Jewish supremacist organization as it operates today. Uh, these are the same people that, uh, on their, you know, hate, so- uh, like a list of hate things. Uh, we'll have, uh, you know, uh, was it uh, a cab, you know, all cops are bastards. And they're like, ah, oh, it's used by Nazis, but careful because sometimes communists use it and that's OK. So it's they they do defame just normal people. These are the same people that have gone after uh, uh, yeah, like Candace Owens and like other just like based minorities and MAGA hats, you know, uh, Irma. Uh, uh, what's her face? I can never remember her last name, but uh, she's great. She's a nice lady. Uh, uh, Hina, how was her, however you say that in like, you know, Spanish people talk. Oh, I know who you're
7: talking about. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how to pronounce her last name.
2: I always forget. I know her personally. She's a great person and I hope that, uh, you know, I think she just had a kid. So like, I, you know, hope all that goes well. She's a great person, but uh, yeah, you know, they've, they, they have defamed her. They've done, you know, all, all horrible things. When did the ADL uh, stop trying to defend uh, child rapists that tried to pin uh, their horrible crimes and, and, and murders on black people uh, to just, like, when did they make that change to the, this is exactly what we do now?
7: Yeah, well, that's uh, that's hard to pin down, like, a, a precise time, because there was a shift from the focus on defamation, or or at least perceived defamation, to this focus on hate, and you know that's now their trademarked motto. They liked it so much. Uh, what is it? A world without hate, or imagine a world without hate. It's very John Lennon.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but they. Uh, yes, it is.
7: <laughs> but uh, it, it happened relatively early, and I, I couldn't because uh, I I looked into the to the you know try to discern where the exact sort of point of transition was, but it was really really early on uh, in. Uh, must have been the 1920s or so. Uh, but you were talking about them defaming some of these uh, these present political activists
2: Just uh, seriously minorities and Trump hats, they say are you know hateful white supremacists and shit.
7: Well yeah, they also say that if you criticize Zionists you're an anti- <laughs> yeah. their, their official position is if you um, are opposed to Zionism, you hate all Jews, but which it, you know presupposes that all Jews support Zionism, which they don't. Right. But uh, what I was going to say is also in the um, I think it, I think it was in the nineteen seventies. They um, uh, let me think. Yes, nineteen seventy nine. Uh, they they defended. Um, th- that's when Jonathan J. Pollard, who I'm sure many people are familiar with.
2: I'm not. So, oh, okay. Yeah. Jonathan
7: J. Pollard uh, was a, uh, in 1979, he, he entered into, into naval intelligence in America, and he was an American uh, Jewish patriot, but he was, he was torn between a loyalty to Israel and a loyalty to America, and he was very sort of neurotic in just his personality, even though he was quite intelligent. Uh, and and he was it felt like America was not doing enough for the state of Israel.
2: Is he related to Chuck Schumer by any chance? No. <laughs> I'm sorry. match no. joke. Go ahead. But uh, in 19 in 1984,
7: he met with a man named Avim Sela, and Avim Sela was uh, Colonel, I should say Colonel Avim Sela, and he was an Israeli operative uh, who was a a spy for Israel. He was high up in intelligence. Um, I believe he worked for Lechem, uh, which is an intelligence organization uh, for Israel. But uh, Sella came, came to him and became his handler and basically convinced Pollard to begin working for Israel as a spy in America, utilizing and feeding Sella naval intelligence, which Sella would then feed back to Israel. And he did this for several months. And he, as I said, he was quite neurotic. So he actually wasn't a, a very good spy and he got caught relatively quickly. The uh, almost instantly, as soon as word reached the ADL, the, the current um, chair was a man named Kenneth Bialkin. As soon as he got word that Pollard <clears throat> had, been, had been caught, he flew to Israel to arrange his defense in a PR campaign on his behalf and the reason why was because uh Sella's do- uh what was it um it was either his daughter or his wife uh was working for i, I believe it was Sella's daughter was working for the adl uh, but they were very thoroughly enmeshed in uh the is in various different israeli spy rings in fact Sella himself had been involved in in israeli spy rings in america in the 1950s and the 1960s and so they had a lot of reasons to, uh, you know, they sort of they sort of owed a debt, as it were, and they and Bielkin, uh, you know, funded uh, uh, Pollard's uh, defense, and there was there was nothing, uh, really, no response to just aiding and abetting a traitor to the country, uh, which I think is quite extraordinary. And you know, there was basically nothing really, but a few murmurs and rumors. And they got off scot free.
2: That's that's nuts. I mean, I'm I'm not shocked by that, and the fact that I'm not shocked by that, in the least bit, is depressing in and of itself. <laughs> uh, when did the ADL actually gain uh, the power and notoriety that they have today? Because now the majority a uh, the majority of just the apolitical population thinks adl imagine a world without hate yay they're the good guys and they have no idea what they're even about um when when they really grasp that power that they have that i think they're ultimately losing now
7: i'd say that's when they when they started integrating with uh the the wall street bankers and the national crime syndicate and that sounds melodramatic, like, <laughs> oh, you're overblowing that. Uh, sometimes when I tell people that they're they've had a long history of association with the mob, <clears throat> various different underworld figures, they say, ah, oh, that's conspiracy theory stuff. So I'll just give you a very condensed version of of what happened. So in the nineteen thirties Moe Dalitz, who is one of the godfathers of Las Vegas, went into business with Meyer Lansky. I'm sure you've all heard of Meyer Lansky. He was the prince, he, along with Lucky Luciano of uh, the Genovese crime family, were the founders of the National Crime Syndicate and Murder Inc., their assassination uh, ring. And they went to business to find, find a, uh, create a company called Molaska and Molaska was ostensibly a, a molasses, uh, production facility for animal food. But, uh, obviously that's not what it was for. It was a front operation for illegal liquor. And they did that for a couple of years. Uh, they started getting heat. So they decided they would, uh, they would just, you know, take all the money, declare bankruptcy, shift away. It was very successful they later turned uh or rather i should say lansky later reconstituted the assets from from the molaska operation into sterling national bank with a money launderer in new york city in the garment district and sterling national bank uh was was effectively a uh a loan sharking operation so if you wanted to do business in the garment district and you didn't have the money you wanted to open up a business so you need a loan so you go to see uh Myra lansky and he gives you tons of money and asks ridiculous interest which you probably won't be able to pay so he breaks your kneecaps <laughs>
6: <laughs> and
7: uh and it was very successful and uh he uh got a gentleman named theodore silbert uh to to run it theodore silbert uh, worked for the ADL. He was the treasurer of the ADL, and Sterling National Bank became the one and only bank for the ADL. And I could go on and on from there, but that is, you know, quite a quite a connection. That's
8: uh, in insanity. the nineteen in the nineteen
7: eighties, Sterling National Bank was was laundering money to um, Michelle Sindono, who was a Italian mafioso uh, and. In that in that time period, he was active in Italy, funding the Red Brigades. Now, if you don't know who the Red Brigades are, the Red Brigades were a, a communist, uh, anarchist terrorist movement uh, that was vehemently anti-industrialist, and they actually kidnapped and murdered um, a a well-known industrialist over in Italy uh, during that time period. And you know the the ring of uh, criminal associations just keeps rippling out from there to Michael Milken, the, the junk bond King. And well, I don't want to go on and bore everybody, but oh,
2: no, I, this is, I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that we only have so long, <laughs> like this is insanity. I, I, the ADL is so much worse than, than I had thought. I mean, they really do. Well, I mean, your, your book title sums it up.
7: Uh, it, yeah. Well, see, you see, I actually was not going to have that subtitle in. I was originally just going to call it defamation factory History of the ADL because I thought adding sorted into the title would be a little melodramatic or um, uh, uh, overly theatrical or something like that. But the more I researched and the more I wrote the book, the more it just was uh, a objective descriptor of events.
2: Well, I I, believe in. Uh, I'm buying the damn thing right now. It's, it's after tax 1391 on Amazon. Just placed my order. Uh,
7: uh, yeah, and I also want to say um, that for people that you like to use PayPal, um, if you and not just for my book, for any books you want to get, uh, go check out Book Depository. They, they don't I'm not uh, shilling for them. They don't pay me any money, unfortunately, but it's just where I get all my books and they accept PayPal. But PayPal's a competitor to Amazon. So, of course, they don't accept PayPal.
2: Well, I, I just did it because I have prime because I'm an adult uh, and I'm going to get it sooner. Um, uh, it, what made you decide to want to write this book?
7: What made me want to decide to write the book was seeing how the ADL operated uh, because I'd been familiar with them for quite some time, not their history. And uh, I found the way they operated incredibly deceptive and damaging to, to the national discourse, which is important to me. I know it's an unpopular position to actually want to foster positive discourse. <laughs> Um, you're you're that, in
2: great company, dude. We really do we're all about that over here. Actually, I well, okay. I'm, I'm skeptical
7: about that, Mister Froctor.
2: Well, okay, listen, I I I did say you talk like a faggot, but that doesn't mean I don't <laughs> want, you know like you know like say your piece. I mean, you're right. I I yeah, like it's, I like discourse. It's, what's that, Spiky? I said that is confirmed, by the way. Yeah, it's I, I I you know I like discourse. I just might call you a fucking retard every now and then, and that's okay. But I'm sorry, go ahead.
7: Oh, I love you too. Well, uh, <laughs> the, yeah. Well, I just seen that they they were they have these these this set of tactics that is you know, just very deleterious. You know this. You know you you criticize a policy of Israel. You criticize a policy of some random Jewish group, and they say you're an anti anti semite. You hate old Jews. You're you're basically a Nazi. And this other thing that they did was uh, constantly. Uh, either skew statistics or just make stuff up and say, you know, there's this crazy rise in hate crimes. Yeah. Not checking whether or not they're a hoax. Uh, you know, uh, one of the uh, there's a professor I talked to named Wilfred Riley. Some people may remember him from his debate with Jared Taylor, and he's an excellent um, social scientist and and analyst as regards things like hate crimes. He just recently came out with a book where he analyzed. Uh, this gigantic data set of hate crimes in recent years or hate cri- crimes in quotes, and he found that a overwhelming majority of them were fakes. They were just uh,
2: what you a, doing just, rabbi? Yeah, what's that? what you doing, rabbi? Yeah, it's like because uh, I know the ADL uh, included in last year's statistics the uh, you know hate crimes against Jewish people. The Jewish fella. That uh, Israeli citizens, if I remember correctly, that called in bomb threats and stuff. It's yes, like, I was
7: just going to. Yeah. I was just going to mention <laughs> that. Yeah, and you know, of course, I don't. Um, I'm not somebody who thinks that there should be any kind of hate crime legislation, but um, you know, I do take I do take it seriously if there's some group of people that are stating their intention to kill somebody else.
2: Everyone so on Gab. Yeah, I know. Yes, every, <laughs> everyone on Gab
7: basically, but so they they're mud they're they're what they're doing is counterproductive to what they say they want to do and so, so it's it's just negative on every front and then i began researching uh their their financial connections and their history and uh their various different spy rings that they they've um they've have decades long, uh, spy operations on numerous organizations that they currently work with.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, neurotic Jewish folks. That uh, that's, I, I, okay. I I have one more question for you and then I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to let spiky loose on you. Um, okay, sure. And this is the one I always like to ask people. Is there anything that I didn't ask you today that you would like people to know either about you or your book?
0: Uh,
7: the oh the publisher and uh, the preface I should like to mention. Uh, the publisher is Reconquista Press, and I'm very appreciative for them to publish my work uh, because they're it was really outside of what they what they tend to cover. They tend to cover like political history, geopolitical stuff, or religious stuff, and so them covering my work was, uh, or publishing my work was, um, you know, taking a risk with their, with their audience.
2: Well, so, yeah. With the ADL.
8: <laughs> well, have you gotten too. any
2: backlash? I'm sorry. I said it was the last question, but it's not true. Uh, have you gotten any pushback yet? Um, cause the book just came out. Like it's it a- did
7: just come out. So no, I haven't got any pushback yet. I'm, I'm sure I will, but,
2: uh, not yet.
1: Uh, especially being on this podcast right now but
2: yeah we well, might have just fucked your whole game up i'm sorry uh but uh, he's he's a great uh no don't scare him spicky <laughs> <laughs> like,
1: i'm being honest
2: no you're being scary it's fine nobody listens to this fucking podcast oh, God, nobody no. listens to this podcast jared holt might pay attention to you now and like who gives a shit about right wing watch but uh, you know, it's <laughs> they're Jared pedophiles, Holt. probably. Yeah. anyways. exactly. Jared Holt fucks kids, probably. Allegedly, he denies it, but
1: you know. Allegedly, yes, he probably we, does. We allegedly. Well, ge- well, generally
7: speaking, I find I find a lot of the the, the right wing quite um, irritating. That's why I've never identified as being right wing uh, or left wing, um, and and hence, if you're not either of those and you can't be a centrist um i don't know i like the term upwing or uh, <laughs> something See, something else. Got, you gotta you gotta make some other other terms
2: you fit in in this um, show you fit in uh, on this show like uh, amazingly well because we're always mad about the communists and the nazis and all of this shit and we're just like god damn it will you just go vote you voted oh, well, right did actually... you vote I, you god. don't have to tell me who you voted for did you fucking vote Oh, I, I never, I never discuss, I never discuss voting. All right, it's Probably. your fault then, it's your but, but, fault. But uh,
7: what you were talking about with the communists and the Nazis uh, is actually not what I was referring to, but I do find that very irritating, the sort of uh, uh, dress up kind of like uh, ro- role playing from the 1930s, like they're still stuck in these failed, objectively failed political ideologies <laughs> that don't reflect the way they actually live their lives, the way they, they grew up with their community, anything it's, uh, it's just, um, it's, it's just theater. It's well, pure political theater. Cause
2: you uh, end like up co- with like these like hundred like 260 pound fucking, uh, neo-Nazis or you end up with these like tranny Stalinists. And I'm like, Stalin would have killed you. And bro, like no Nazi would, they didn't make Nazi uniforms that big. Like you're just, I'm sorry. They cut it off. You, you,
7: can go, you can go farther back than Stalin. I mean, Engels described, uh, Homosexuals is an abomination. He desp he despised homosexuals.
2: Yeah, they uh, they killed gay people, like you know. And you get all of these trannies out there, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm a tanky." Well, well, and I'm well, like, fair, well, Ingalls didn't kill
7: any any gay people, but Stalin certainly did."
2: <laughs> it's it just it, it's it's completely fucking retarded, and that's why nobody watches this show or listens to this to the show cater is because like we just make everybody mad. Fringe politics in my opinion, uh, attracts the worst fucking sociopaths and retards in the entire, you know, everything. And that's why I think it's fucking awesome that you actually wrote a cool book, which I just ordered. I encourage everybody to order that thing. Uh, I cannot wait to uh, talk to you uh, about it because um, I'm going to have questions, dude. I'm going to have like tons of questions. But, sure. I'd uh, be sp- happy to take them. Eh, Spiky, do you got uh, you got any questions for uh, Mr. Uh, Caterinless here?
1: Yeah, what is the in all in all the research you put into the ADL? What is the most shocking thing that you found out about them, or you know, maybe like one of their uh, ties to another organization that not many people know about?
7: Most shocking thing, <clears throat> he was oh, I like, know, "Oh my God, they're
2: Jewish!" He was like, he had no idea.
7: <laughs> no, uh, that, that is a difficult. Question to answer because there's just so many different things that I found shocking about what they did. Um, I think I think probably the most uh, yeah probably the most shocking thing that I, I found out about the ADL was uh, the spy ring that they uh, that was that was busted in in the 1990s. Um, let me just think. I think it was, was 90, that, 1990.
2: It was that close yeah, 1993.
7: Though? i'm sorry what
2: it was that like i thought you were like oh spy ring i'm like that had to have happened in the 50s this is in like the 90s
7: oh no no no. yeah they still do this they still do this Jesus. yeah in 1993 californian police raided the adl uh headquarters in san francisco because it had come to their attention that the adl was spying on thousands and thousands of people and hundreds and hundreds of different organizations And they knew that the the ADL had information that only the police could obtain, which meant that the ADL had infiltrated and or had bribed the police in in California, which they had. And they found out that a man named Roy Bullock, Roy Edward Bullock, who was this gay uh, bodybuilder who had always wanted to be a spy, uh,
1: Left waffle. <laughs> yeah, he, hear you
7: hear that,
2: Bronze been, Age pervert? No, Bap is fine. We like him.
7: Well, anyways, this this Bullock fellow had been uh, on the ADL payroll for decades and was under the um, the the main uh, spy master for the ADL um, for New York, a man named Erwin Sewell. And what Bullock would do is he would. He would dress up and read into the literature of a particular organization. So, if it was like a, you know, an Arab group, a pro-Arab group, he'd read up on uh, Arab history and whatnot, make friends within that group, and he'd join it. And then he would just, you know, make 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 friends with them. And he had also paid off a um, a police officer named Tom Gerard, and that's how he was obtaining this information that the public obviously shouldn't have had. When they uh, went through his material, Bullock's uh, material in his in his house, they found he had information. And this is of course only his his present um, uh, campaign under the ADL, not any of the other ones that occurred in multiple decades past. He had six hundred different organizations, uh, many of whom were ADL allies, many of whom were Jewish organizations, and information illegally obtained on over ten thousand uh, American citizens. And so that was that was quite shocking. Also, um, he may have killed a member of uh, a pro-Arab group named Alex Oda, who had been blown up in a bombing that occurred a few years earlier. And they found a key uh, to his house in Bullock's possession, but they couldn't they couldn't tie anything to him. That was pretty shocking.
1: Fuck. Oh, man. Yeah, so basically, the ADL, uh, what I'm gathering, is an extension of Mossad. Is that correct?
7: No, not not quite, not quite. But because um, uh, they have, they do occasionally critique um, the. Uh, this might be a consequence of them gaining so much power, because they do occasionally critique uh, Israel, but. It's it, it, it kind of shifts with the leadership. Like, well,
2: they don't they don't like Israel right now because ADL strikes me as a pro left organization. While uh, I know you guys are going to hate to hear this, if somebody's got to run Israel and Israel has to exist, Benjamin Netanyahu is the worst guy that we could have. All right, Netanyahu's a right wing leader, um, uh, and you could get to me with like the ultimate the means to their ends or whatever, and like I'm just. Like, I, I, again, I'm, like, I'm, I'm shocked, but I'm not surprised, if that makes any sense, that there's just all of this, like, oh, yeah, and then, you know, the ADL had all this, like, crazy mob crap and, like, a bunch of organizations, and, oh, yeah, this didn't happen in the 30s, it happened friggin' yesterday. I'm like, oh, cool, great, yeah, the Jews, I love them, they're great. Uh Yay, Seinfeld, guys, like, that's, uh, I like Seinfeld, don't get me wrong, but, like, you're blowing my mind now, Cater. It's, 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 um... Uh... How long did it take you to write this book? Uh,
7: it was... The, Three
2: days. I, <laughs> it, was a,
7: it was a couple months, um, uh,
2: but... Fuck you! It was, it was, fuck you! It was a... That I'm sorry, that's stupid. You know way more about this organization that everyone claims to hate on the right, on the far right, the dissonant right, or whatever you want to call it. and it took you two months... How much of that was drawing from what you actually knew, and how much of it was research? You realize oh, no, most said, people cannot I said, I said write a book in two months.
7: I said a couple months. So I think it was. I, I think it was actually like three, oh, or three and a half.
2: Oh my gosh! Not two. Oh, that whole extra month. I, dude, I. It's taken me longer to take shits. That's irritating. Um,
7: well, how many books have you tried to write? Uh, one. Yeah, how'd that go? Not good. <laughs> <laughs> well let me know if you finish it I'd like to read it
2: I can't do anything more than like a week man Like the only thing I can do is like podcasts Which is they, the only reason I'm allowed to do this Is because they haven't shut me off yet Because I just like get drunk and like scream at people Like I just did you Um mm. That's uh, How many books have you written?
7: I've written five presently Soon to be seven
2: Yeah this is fucking retarded So like this, this guy is a genius you guys get it. Um, that pick up his book, Defamation Factory. I just ordered it. It's only thirteen dollars. You have thirteen dollars, and, and and if you have twenty six dollars, you should buy his book and then send us thirteen dollars uh, because we do need your money um,
1: for stuff and like. He's <laughs> he's fourteen years old and he's written seven books. Think about that, guys. Yeah, yeah. I'm not fourteen years old. <laughs>
2: Well, uh, okay, hey, um, no, I do, I, I do want to thank you, uh, and thanks for hanging out with us for so long. Hopefully, we'll have you back again uh, every time you write a new book. Uh, you know, we'll we'll be back here to help you promote it. Um, you know, it was that, a pleasure.
7: Thanks for having me on.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Anytime you ever want to call on to the show, any because I see you in the chat sometimes. Uh, anytime you ever want to come on the show, you're welcome to come on. Because uh, I'm telling you guys, I've known this guy for I think it's about two years now. Uh, and he just he hasn't changed. He's only gotten smarter. And uh, yeah, he uh, the, uh, my impression of Cater Endless is like, well, that's rather crass, Mr. Proctor. <laughs>
7: I didn't even rebuke you once this time. I, I tried to hold my tongue.
2: It's true. It's true. He didn't. He didn't. But uh, yeah, cool. Hey, thanks, Cater. Thanks for showing up, buddy. And uh, we'll, we'll see you the, the next time you write another book, you friggin genius.
7: All right, take care, gentlemen.
8: Fighting flames of fire and on to burn wires, we don't care.
2: Okay, we're back. Uh, that was interesting as fuck. Um... Spiggy, what do you think? I mean, that was just, that was nuts, right? Oh, he's probably, he's probably still waiting, uh, cause he, he's aware that I'm gonna, uh, go on for a while. So we're gonna go back to the, uh, the midterm stuff. Cool stuff that happened as I was trying to tell you guys about the midterms. Um, we've, we're going to pack the courts. We're going to continue to back the courts because you'll hear like a line on TV, like he's, he's, uh, Uh, confirm more judges than anybody else that's true we've got a few things uh, and in what in the goings-on I suppose let's let's start with uh, let's start with this one Florida votes to restore expel and voting rights with amendment four so basically, there is reason to freak out there, unless you're a smart person who listens to this show. They want felons to vote. This is a big push. We saw it over in California with the ACLU standing outside of jails, waiting for people to come out so that they can vote. This is a big thing. Now, on principle, on principle, because I cannot shake the libertarian that I am on principle. Yes, yes. I do want ex-felons to be able to vote, man, you probably just made a mistake, not everybody is a fucking chimo, is a fucking murderer, or whatever, they probably just sold weed, or like stole cars, which you shouldn't do, like none of this stuff you should do, right, but on principle, I'm with that, and I think on principle, a lot of people in Florida were with that, But they weren't thinking with their heads, with their noggins, with their noodles about what that means if you are a Republican, which is one million more people would gain the right to vote. And who are those one million people? At best, they're deadbeats. At worst, they are, well, blacks and Hispanics. We don't want that. Now, guys, don't freak out. That's getting challenged. That's definitely getting challenged. Also, by the way, if you're stupid and you believe that like, oh, a law passed. That's the end of it. Don't be stupid anymore and know that all of that shit is fucking bogus. Uh, you can overturn shit just constantly. That's what we're trying to do. If you if you think you know about politics uh, and you don't understand how the courts work, then you're missing out. Okay, you don't. You're you're watching the drama when you should be watching what is going to make the country different. That's what scared people about Barack Obama. It wasn't that he was fucking black, although that was a little terrifying. It was a, he was a fucking communist. Well, he wasn't a communist. He was a left-wing ideologue. Trump is not an ideologue. That's what makes him so fucking dangerous, really. Like he's not He's, he's a volatile president um, but he's packing the courts here and we're going to overturn this it's going to get challenged it's going to get overturned because we have the judges and we have Ron DeSantis is going to he's the governor-elect of Florida can you imagine how terrible this would have been for Florida had Gillum been elected no good guys no good he was an outright communist So watch for this and watch for this a lot more. They're going to want to have felons voting. And I swear, if we lived in an all-white country, I'd be fine with it. Like Spicky, for example, Like I mean, if it wasn't because it would mean a bunch more Hispanics and blacks voting, I mean, even to the tune of a million here just in Florida, how do you think about felons voting?
1: uh well that's most of florida if i'm not mistaken <laughs> yeah right <laughs> like that is uh the vast majority of florida like florida man exists uh i'm more concerned about illegals voting in florida than anything because there are so many fucking haitians and dominicans in south florida Yeah. uh but they're not very smart people down there to begin with like Haitians and uh, Dominicans moving into South Florida probably raises the IQ. Certainly, <laughs> yeah. uh, certainly spreads out the gene pool a little bit. I'm not uh, listen. Uh, I'm not a big fan of felons voting. Uh, it is it is after they are they're, they're not voting from in prison. It is after right. they are well, that, released. That's but something,
2: that's something that they want to have happen too. And honestly, on a, uh, if we're if we're going on principle uh i i think that you know they live in the country they should be allowed to vote but you know it's it's blacks and hispanics you know and they're not gonna vote our way so i'm sorry fuck you you don't get to vote like i'm glad that that happens
1: it's different it's it, it really is different it's a different case for them to vote after they are released yeah okay? absolutely it's a. Uh, they cannot vote while they're in fucking prison that should be a fucking outrage that is, that should be a tipping point for a lot of people because on pr- the prison okay. system on is so fucked
2: up on principle uh like i agree that even prisoners should be allowed to vote but on politics and the way that i will constantly yeah, I vote i don't want them voting you know no. uh, it's i believe the the right to vote is very very important I, I think voting sucks, but like it's it's uh, it would be nice. But sorry, fella, you know if, if the the only way GOP actually wins is by suppressing votes. The only way the Democrats ever win is by making up votes. Listen, that's politics, bitch. That's the way that it works. Uh, I, I I I this this shit over in Florida will get challenged, overturned, and that's because. Uh, GOP came out strong as fuck, even fourteen percent with the black population uh, to get uh, Ron DeSantis in. So that's fantastic. I, I I'm not worried about that. Um, that would be that would be an issue, but it's also something that's not going away. But on the other side of things, Spicky, now like that's something we have to worry about that goes against us. Where uh, if anybody had noticed a right wing podcast, but On the other side of things, the thing that the left is worried about right now, Alabama voters approve anti-abortion constitutional amendments. So that's a big thing that happened last night as well. Um, The uh, Republican-controlled Alabama legislator passed a version of the amendment in 2017 before turning it over to voters to decide uh, defenders of the amendment have argued that it is simply a statement of Alabama's anti abortion values and does not directly change specific policies on abortion. That's secretly, guys, keep hush hush. That's not true. Uh, <laughs> what they're doing over in Alabama, because we are packing the courts, because this is a thing that is happening, and Ruth Gator, Bader fucking Ginsburg will not last forever. We are laying the foundation to overturn Roe v. Wade. This is great. Now, you can, if you're one of those alt right fuckers, first of all, turn off the podcast because we hate you. Secondly, uh, if you're just like a normal human being that knows that abortion is wrong no matter what the race of the child, good news. Yeah, there'll be more black kids, but guess what? Less people are going to hell. All right? Abortion is wrong. That's the official stance that I take. Uh, I think this is great news, Spiky. I think this is just fantastic and a really, really big uh, uh, accomplishment that came out of uh,
1: uh, of last night. Yeah, I mean, good on Alabama. There's not many good things that come from there. No, the South um, is stupid. And Florida's dumb. Yeah, and- it's the fucking terrible food. Like, good job, you guys can fry shit. Yeah, like. I mean, it's definitely better food than Ohio. I can fucking confirm that without well, think about going it. there. But. Okay,
2: think about it this way. Like, the South and Southerners, and, like, Texas especially, are, like, so stupid and fucking retarded, and we hate you because you're so dumb. But at least they're, like, in Alabama, they're like, we don't like killing babies, you know? Yeah. like Yeah, even that's they, because even the, they're those... so
1: dumb that they're nice. Yeah, that's all you, it is. Well, even those fucking...
2: Idiots in Alabama haven't figured out that you shouldn't murder children. You know,
1: like yeah, way to go, New York. You fucking idiots. Like, hey, hey, you know I know of a sex cult who uh they they murder their incest babies and they have a giant graveyard. They wait for them to born to uh, till they're born because they're I don't know still living in the nineteen fucking forties or something. Wait till they're born and say, oh, that little fucking guy. He's, his fucking eyes are fucking drooped to one side, and uh he's got 12 fingers. Yep, start digging a grave and just toss him right the fuck in there and leave him there. Like, yeah. People are fucking demons, man. Don't kill kids. I mean, listen, I guess it, like, I guess if I found out that my kid was going to be retarded like Pete Davidson is, um, <laughs> say after, if you could figure it out after three months in the incubation chamber... I'd have no problem aborting that. I wouldn't. I Like, I just don't. I mean, I'm not like one of these hardline, you can't kill any fucking baby kind of fucking guy. Like, if I knew my kid was going to come out and be like Pete Davidson or, like, have a serious retarded fucking illness like Richard Spencer, sorry, I'd abort him. We've got we've
2: got we've got breaking news right now. Uh the White House has suspended CNN. Yep. CNN uh CNN's Jim Acosta's hard pass, which means he gets in no matter what uh after his antics after today's press conference. Uh yeah, Acosta, wait, oh, how man. long have we been saying they need to pull his fucking press, press credentials? He's now uh yeah, he he can get into stuff, but he doesn't just get in no matter what. Yep, Acosta. Bye-bye, Bucko. Bye-bye. That's fucking amazing i love that yeah yeah,
1: love that. yeah it but, is it is great uh i mean i you know fuck that guy he's an absolute fucking piece of shit uh he's one weak ass faggot dude
2: yeah no fuck him uh we he's got obnoxious. We, we got some really good news before i play this clip i don't know if i'm gonna play the whole thing because it's kind of long uh and we have so much we still have the uh the sessions and Rosenstein stuff to get to, man. I mean, are you, are you buckled in? Are you excited? We're only doing this shit once a week now. It's fucking stupid. I I am remembering why we have to do it, like you know, twice a week. Um, but uh, McCarthy launches bid for House minority. Uh, but guess who's going against him there, bud? Fucking Jim Jordan over here in Ohio fantastic jim jordan's our guy he founded the freedom caucus if if some of you guys are old fags like myself uh you know you're you're big into the ron paul stuff you're big into all that and you know the freedom caucus is the shit all right this is some old libertarian nigga shit and um This is good stuff. So like Nancy Pelosi may or may not be the majority leader of the house, whatever. We're going to see what happens there. But Jim Jordan is the guy that we want to be the minority leader because we were hoping since Paul Ryan was not going to be the majority leader anymore, uh, that we would get Jim Jordan. I, they tried to hit him with this whole, like you were a wrestling coach and people fucked each other or whatever. Uh, I think that's all blown over and Spicky, dude, we might actually see Jim Jordan be the minority leader, which would be great because in 2020, when we retake the house, we have majority leader Jim Jordan, who is just awesome, man. Like you got, you got a lot of great people over there, uh, you know, in the freedom caucus, man, like it's, it's just fucking awesome. I'm really, really excited about this one. Another major, uh, upside, uh, in the long
1: run of, of what happened last night yeah it is i mean there there was yeah there was a i guess a lot of bad which you know i i i said it was probably a 60 40 chance that the republicans uh said it on this show as a matter of fact uh retain the house and the senate i i said for sure they'd retain the senate but uh yeah there was some good and bad uh jordan's a pretty good guy Jordan's great.
2: I I uh, fucking love Jim Jordan. Like he's 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 awesome, and he looks like uh, he, he look. Why do all these politicians look like GI Joe's left in a fucking microwave, dude? But whatever. Jim Jordan's awesome. I hear him on Hannity yeah. all the time. He's just fantastic. Um, he's one of those guys that I just can't get enough of you know i really love uh jim jordan went out there a few months back and was like the russia investigations bullshit and you're all in words and then he body slams somebody i mean that's not necessarily what happened but that's how i remember it and it was i mean it's good stuff
1: it's good stuff
2: i don't know i'm, I'm excited about that one
1: yeah yeah me too you know else i'm excited about uh that uh jim acosta was just denied entrance into the white house by Secret <laughs> Service.
3: no are you kidding he was no right? that's serious
1: he's not allowed there yeah he was denied <laughs> entrance there he tweeted it out himself so hey jim good job buddy uh and there's people there's people i saw when i saw that because I, you know you were talking and i was gonna do that before you fucking stole it Stole Sorry. the fucking stole, breaking news.
2: I, did, I, did I steal your answer? We both had our hand up, you know, stole the answer. Oh, yeah, yes.
1: Yes. Yeah. You saw me do it. Uh <laughs> And then you stole it anyways, you fucking cunt. So, uh, yeah, no. Like, there's people that are like, she touched him first. Okay. In what fucking world? I'm sure my neighbor who has beat his wife fucking 30 <laughs> times that I've listened to. I'm sure his fucking wife has touched him first 29 fucking times. <laughs> That's okay now. Like that's like, is that it? Like, <laughs> like she went to grab his microphone and touched his hand and now you can just beat fucking women. I would like this in writing for the record is that, because that's of all it takes. I mean, yes, yeah. if that's, if that, if that's what makes it legal, Oh, there's going to be some elbows thrown bitches. Lots of <laughs> them. I like, like to imagine imagine like she touched him first. That's, that's exactly what happens when a domestic dispute happens. Like she pushes him first, he beats the fuck out of her. And now, now apparently that makes it okay.
2: Hey, you know, it is what it I is. Love it. I um, love it. So we're going to, we're going to play a clip real quick uh, uh, of uh, Stacey Abrams who, uh, has she conceded yet? Spicky, uh, uh, the uh, the gubernatorial race over in in Florida. Uh, no, is she she still not conceded? Um, she got she got fucked by uh, uh, Brian Kemp, and like this is this is her speech. It's kind of long, we're probably not gonna play the whole thing. Uh, but you know, Spiky, you can go get up and get a beer and then come back because you're not gonna be missing much. But I do want people to hear this because it's so fucking stupid. Uh, I, I she's just a nightmare of a person. These are, this is where like the, the new black Panthers were marching around with her signs, you know, with guns and things. Uh, they really didn't want her. Oprah was campaigning, going around knocking doors for her and all this shit. Uh, and she has those watermelon teeth, dude. Like, it's ridiculous. Like uh, it's how can anybody deny fucking, you know, racial genetic shit and explain to me, why black people need braces more you know i I, i'm sorry that's it bone density and then the watermelon teeth that's it dude like that's the way that it is it's just real also for the people listening white people are the only ones that get gluten intolerance so like that's fucking strange too nobody only white people have fucking celiac disease like there you go on that. I mean, it's just just stupid. Bring that up this Thanksgiving when you're eating your stuffing. You'd be like, hey, you know, uh, it's only white people, you know, like Susan, that have celiac disease. But uh, yeah, it started with millennials too, which is really fucking no, weird. No, 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 no. Celiac's a major problem. I've met people with very severe celiac uh, that like they'll break out in hives and like all kinds of crazy shit uh it, it's not it's not good but uh, well i mean i guess it is rather new i'll bet they just didn't know what it was but it's
1: not a fake well, disease same with the peanut allergy yeah peanut allergy is a fake disease people that die is, from that yep mm-hmm yep that's probably not peanuts so it's probably the poison they fucking put in it
2: i uh, it's
1: probably pesticides from when they fucking grow peanuts
2: ah the
1: goldbergs uh <laughs> whatever fucking, We're getting Monsanto faggots. We're
2: we're getting so far off. Anyway, here's this clip. We're going to play some of it.
1: All right. Um,
2: If it loads ever, that's. Night. Thank you
4: so much. Love you too. (laughs) When you all. When you chose me as your Democratic nominee, I made you a vow. In our Georgia, no one would be unseen, no one is unheard, and no one is uninspired. But we, we know a vow, a vow takes effort. It takes commitment to hold truth. Reaching out, reaching across is hard work. But as I told you then, Hard work is in our bones. And we have proven this every single day, Georgia. With doors knocked, with calls made, with miles traveled, with prayers prayed to the highest heavens. And tonight we have closed the gap between yesterday and tomorrow. But... but we still have a few more miles to go. But let's, hear me clearly, that too is an opportunity to show the world who we are. Because in Georgia, civil rights has always been an act of will and a battle for our souls.
2: Wow, we got a, you know, black folks, right?
4: Because We have been fighting this fight since our beginnings. We have learned a fundamental truth. Democracy only works when we work for it. When we fight for it. When we demand it. And apparently today when we stand in lines for hours to meet it at the ballot box, that's when democracy works. Except you lost, bitch. Here tonight to tell you, votes remain to be counted. There are voices that were waiting to be heard. Across our state, folks are opening up the dreams of voters in absentee ballots and we believe our chance for a stronger Georgia is just within reach. But we cannot seize it until all voices are heard. And I promise you tonight we're gonna to make sure that every vote is counted. Every single vote. Every vote getting counted. So because I'll tell you this: in a civilized nation. The machinery of democracy should work for everyone everywhere, not just in certain places and not just on a certain day.
2: Okay, listen, Watermelon Teeth, Like I'm done with your shit. Uh, We've got uh, more breaking news happening here. We still have the Rosenstein stuff to get to. We still have the Jeff Sessions stuff to get to. We have some breaking news here that uh, I, I, I have to get to. Nobody cares about Stacey Abrams. The fact is, she lost the election. She she lost at Barron Square. And, um, you know, nobody gives a fine fuck uh, about that. But uh, it does look like uh, Antifa has uh, uh, crashed the the home of uh, Tucker Carlson. They haven't broken anything yet or anything like that. But they are there and they are outside. Actually, at the time... Of this podcast, so we are going yeah. to we are going to finish up this shit and talk about the Rosenstein and, and and the uh you know session stuff. It is very important, but wow, spicky coming here uh, just live. What do you think about uh what do you think about that bullshit?
1: I, I saw that. uh I'd like to say two things. It's too bad he's not in a stand your ground state because all he'd have to do is go out <laughs> and say, "Shoo, motherfuckers," and then if they don't, he can start spraying or they go stand on the sidewalk and do that. That's uh, that's all well and good. Go do that, but uh, and then uh, that's uh, you know, God bless. God bless Mike Cannon for being there and protesting at. Uh, oh, do He's he's not out there
2: now. This is uh, this is tweeted out by Smash Racism DC. Uh, don't be uh, don't be afraid of telling them what you think. But uh, it looks like we do have some audio of them uh saying some you know uh, gay shit about like wanting to cut off their dicks uh on the microphone send them, send them to my house
1: that'd be fucking
2: really fun nobody can find either of us it's <laughs> fucking hilarious and i don't know why we've dropped so many hints i've basically like given them my address it's fucking stupid but uh okay so here here we have uh we i'm not sure if we're gonna be able to understand what they're saying because uh, this is a cell phone video but here's what they have Talk
8: Get outside your home. The protests of protests of
3: fascism and racism. You promote hate that's led to an ideology that has led to thousands of people dying by the hands of the police. To trans women being murdered in the streets. Your policies promote hate. And we might need to know we know where you
0: sleep at night.
2: Mail okay anti fascists we will fight we know where you sleep at night all right listen little bitch niggas you don't know where i sleep at night even if you did i'll just shoot out the window at you because you're stupid uh like i, I will seriously just put my dick out there and pee and you can drink it that is completely ridiculous what they're doing. Um, uh, that that's unfortunate. You know, he does have several children. Uh, I'm glad they're doing this though. Uh, like it, it does show quite the uh, quite the shift in uh, uh, the rhetoric that we were hearing this morning from Nancy Pelosi. I mean, what do you think, Spooky?
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, they, you know. You hear a, a lot from the alt-right about accelerationism and how it's a good fucking thing. The alt-left's using the same exact thing. So, I mean, I guess the Dugganism is uh, its working out pretty well for these people. I guess the thing that I've realized from seeing this is I need to back my truck into my driveway at night instead of pull straight forward in. So I can see them if they come on my property, and I have to fucking drive through them, because I fucking will. I fucking ah, will. Silly. No, fuck them, dude. It, like fuck, like fuck these people. It's sad. Like it's really, really fucking sad that most states in this country aren't stand your ground states. It's it's really, really fucking sad that in a lot of states you don't have the right to protect your property. Yeah, that's sad to me. No, it is. I mean,
2: it is sad. It's absolutely ridiculous. I, I just, you know, it's everybody could have gotten Tucker Carlson's address or whatever. The fact that they're, you know, protesting outside. He does have a wife and several children in there, and and they're out there chanting. I know where you sleep at night. Like, you know, do something you know it, that that's it's it's just silliness and i do not see the right ever intimidating the left uh even their you know retards like that uh greg Chris christman fella who's autistic and got too drunk on chapo trap house you know like like nobody's going to go and intimidate that guy but it happens consistently here to our guys on the right uh all all the fucking time and like Tucker Carlson's not even like some racist fascist out of control or whatever you know um Absolutely silly, uh, and they're going to continue to target him and his family. So, I uh, find that irritating. Why don't we? Why don't we go ahead and uh, move forward? Because we got two more topics. Uh, we're running long tonight. Uh, so, uh, you know, it is. It is what it is.
5: This is right to Bryden, the number one ADL honeypot Podcast.
2: See, that's what I should have used uh, when we came out of that cater endless uh, interview. Except I needed to get uh, a hot. uh, Hot uh, hit from that vape. Attorney General Jeff Sessions, no longer Attorney General. Big fucking deal, my friends. Very big deal. Something we've been talking about on this podcast for months and months. I do believe Trey Gowdy is going to be your next Attorney General. And Good.
6: Good. Me too.
2: So, so yeah, I mean if we had a producer, we'd be able to go back and if we didn't delete shit constantly, we'd be able to go back uh and you know, talk about uh
1: like do a montage club or whatever. Aldo has them all saved. Maybe he can uh he can pull it up for us.
2: Yeah, Aldo's still invited on the show, by the way. Uh I tried to have him on the show. We were talking to DMs and he was like sure when and then just like went back to being a fucking asshole. But uh yeah, although you're... oh, he's a little sodomite is
1: what he is. He's a fucking piece of shit faggot. He's a... but he does save all the podcasts. That's nice to know.
2: Yeah, no, it'd be Guess great. I would something. like some of the older ones. That would be awesome. But because uh, I. Delete them for room and then I just pull them off of YouTube just for funsies. Uh, I can also, by the way, Aldo, if you'd like, I can put up the butt stink, uh, for uh, X4 uh, X14 butt stink 88 thing if you want. If you want to grab more screen grabs from my juggalo Nazi LARP thing from a year ago, you nerd, yeah. but
1: uh, from memes, you fucking piece of shit faggot.
2: It's they're dumb, but like ju- that, we have been saying it for a while, uh that Jeff Sessions was going to be gone. And then I believe Trey Gowdy is going to be the guy to replace him. And the reason that I believe that Trey Gowdy is going to be the guy to replace him is because he was like, all right, I'm done. He stepped down from all his shit. Uh, he kind of did some TV stuff, but the way that he uh, just, just spoke about things was kind of yay Trump and kind of ah, Trump. Uh, it, it seemed uncharacteristic of him. And I do believe that he's going to be the next uh, attorney general. Now, what this means uh, is we're going to have an attorney general that has not recused themselves from the Russia investigation. And... At the same time, because this is this is just great. Like, could it get any better, guys? I'm promising you it's not as bad as you think it is. I still want to kill myself. Like, for the record, I still want to die. Like, every day I wake up and I want to die. But it's not because of politics. We're still winning. And that's not cope. I have nothing to cope about. I want to die. But Rod Rosenstein, no longer overseeing the Russia probe, uh... Big news. So we lose the fucking house in numbers that were better than expected, I suppose. Uh, Nate Silver had it something at, like we were going to lose uh, uh, 5,000 seats. And you're like, okay, crazy. It was 435. And he was like, no, no, no. People from the moon hate Trump and they're going to come in, And you're like, okay, buddy. But rod rosenstein gone he's done no longer seeing the russia probe you've got attorney general jeff sessions now former attorney general jeff sessions we're gonna get trey gowdy in there also i i, I forget the name of the fellow the guy who is uh interim ag uh shouts out to Lyft wafa congratulations you got that we're gonna get another skinny guy in there but uh the guy the the fellow right now is just like has a uh, like on his homepage of, of, like video of him just like lifting a, a million pounds or whatever a real muscular fill up. But this is great to get ahead of the Russia probe, a thing that 57% of Americans have said has gone on too far. They're tired of it. They're tired of hearing about it. This is fantastic. Now, again, ultimately if they get rid of this shit, and the Democrats look like they're being productive in the House. That may be bad for us long term in, in 2020. But it'd be nice to get rid of this fucking disgusting and annoying hoax. Witch hunt Russia probe. So I, I'm pretty excited about this Vicky. I think it's good. I, 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 I don't want to see. Sessions around anymore until he comes back. He's going to go and beat Doug Jones. Uh, in 2020 and he'll just go back to the Senate where he should have been to begin with Uh, you remember when we all loved Jeff Sessions and now we're just like what the fuck is up with Jeff Sessions
1: Uh, can I just say that from the start I I honestly well from okay so here's the timeline from the start I said he's just a retarded southerner Uh, anybody who lives I don't know south of fucking Virginia and west of Indiana is fucking retarded. Maybe Minnesota. They're all right, some of them. But uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of fucking stupid people down south. Right. He's dumb. He's not very bright. I've been saying this for fucking two and a half years Axel now. He's sitter. a dumb. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Perfect guy to represent Alabama in the Senate. <laughs> not a good, not a good Attorney General. Um. But I was holding out hope saying maybe he's doing something behind the scenes. Apparently, that guy was so fucking retarded and shell-shocked. I don't know if it's like, you know, he was afraid of the bright lights or if it was the fact that he's just completely incompetent and fucking retarded, which I've been saying for two and a half years, mind you, um, that, you know, he couldn't do a fucking thing. I was holding out hope. Uh, I was wrong. I'll admit that. I was 100% right that he is fucking retarded. Well, uh, that is a fact. He is a dumb motherfucker. Like, religious people from the South generally are fucking stupid. Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. I Send mean, I, me it's... your fucking Torah memes, faggots, because I don't really give a fuck. I'm right about that too. Keep crying.
2: Yeah, I mean it's like listen, it's nothing against religious people. It's just more people. From it the is south. for me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. They're, for me, it's just dumb. more people from the south. Like we, if you live in the south, we think you're stupid. I mean, but I think you knew that. Most. Yeah. I mean, there's there's great you know, people like, in the south, but and, and I, I think I you know, know like, well, you 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 said it best just now, um, saying that Jeff Sessions is perfect to represent Alabama, and, and that's true. I mean, it really is true, but not a good ag uh glad that he's gone in his resignation letter he essentially spelled out that he was leaving because trump didn't want him to be there which is you know accurate and that's good but rosenstein gonna do something well uh (laughs) Uh, he did a lot of he did a lot of stuff he busted a lot of pedo rings he was pretty good on immigration he He, the uh, he was he was an okay ag but he should never have recused himself and you know now, uh, now like Rod Rosenstein is is not ever seeing the the Russia investigation anymore. Nor should he have ever been, because he gave the recommendation to uh, uh, to Comey to begin with for all of this fucking nonsense. So there's no mm-hmm. reason for him to have ever been able to fucking do this. But he's done now. So we're going to see an end to the Mueller probe. Hopefully, I still am not sold on the fact that it's going to end. Uh, I think it's going to keep going, uh, but they're trying to kill it before January when we see the new house. That's what they're trying to do right now, and we'll see how well it works out, and hopefully it works out very well, but I, I it, 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 they needed to wait until 57% from the poll that I saw. We're just tired of this shit. I, again, you're centrist, you're apolitical, you're just left-of-center Democrat voters are sick of this shit. Apolitical people are tired of hearing about Russia. They're they're tired of it. They don't believe it anymore. It was The whole design behind it was to drive down Donald Trump's poll numbers so low that he would be forced to resign. And when that did not work, they kept doing it. George Papadopoulos is at his life ruined over this shit. Paul Manafort, who's a piece of shit. Michael Cohen, who's a piece of shit. Whatever. All they've gotten them on is just nonsense. Now Michael Cohen's like, oh, I heard Trump say the N-word one time. Well, listen, I'm black as fuck, and uh, Trump has an N-word pass. How's that? All right? Popson passed on his blackness to me. RIP. Poor went out for the homie. But, Big F. Big F man, like fucking, you know, poor would not. You guys got to go to the doctor, all right? Like
1: that's yeah. Don't still don't happens. die of sickle cell, fellas. It's not oh, worth it. It wasn't sickle
2: cell, but it. No, I mean, our, I am sure our supposedly white. How funny would it be if like uh uh like Specter dies of sickle cell?
1: <laughs> I think it'd be far more fucking uh, hilarious if Floritz did. Uh, I, like no. I, I, I mean, I like Specter. He's not gay.
2: Uh, no, Lur- Lurich is just a, a thorn. I, so like, I, I like... like. I like. It. I
1: like. I like. I. I do like all those guys. I just really yes. love shitting on them and telling them how gay they are. I won't do that to Spectre because I actually like respect him. Like he's a nice guy. <laughs> respect. But- <laughs> Yeah, the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah. Respector. No, he's the rest I, of I, I
2: called him Respector when he was just like white knighting for women all the time. It was fucking funny. Yeah. No, he
1: actually had his fucking name as Respector once. Good. Good. Remember that? Like it like was, it was one of the shorter accounts he had, but his name was Respector. And apparently he respects the two gays that are on his podcast with him.
2: I, they, I mean, I boy, do I like them. Him. I do. I really do. So a always a good person. Larissa can go ahead and suck my dick only because he's foreign. Uh, I'm not going to stop making fun of him though. I oh, do like him. I just I like, it.
1: they're gay. I mean, oh, let's be oh, honest.
2: Yeah. I'm only mad about, I'm only mad about, you know, Larissa <laughs> being foreign, uh, you know, Boar's always a racist hipster, which I think is stupid too, but you know, good for him, whatever he's doing his yeah. thing, but it's okay. Yeah. Back to, back to the fucking matter at hand. Okay. We're getting sidetracked with gossip, like a couple of girls, uh, Rosenst- <laughs> Rosenstein, like we're getting sidetracked Like around the third round. That's all we up. did
1: while I was in Ohio, by the way, is talk shit about every single fucking one of yeah,
2: you. Yeah, no, we talked about how much we hate all of you. And we have all. And your I doctors. tried to kill
1: myself with a ghost pepper. That was he because did. of you guys. He did do that. It was bad.
2: But, okay, look, we've got Rosenstein leaving. What does this mean, Spicky, for the Russia Pro? Because it's supposed to be immediately after uh, the, uh, after the election Which it's been a day um, Mueller's supposed to release his scathing Fucking report where he's going to be like Trump's a doo-doo head but we couldn't find anything um, What does this mean Now since The Democrats have the house But Rosenstein's Gone they're supposed to release the port Do you, I, I, do you think they're going to continue the probe Because part of me thinks that they're Going to if yes. they can't Get rid of this bullshit Before January
1: Yes, here's the thing. Okay, so here's my take on this whole thing. Um, They go ahead with the whole Russia probe because they lost. They're throwing fits. They're a bunch of faggots. They take registered Republicans like uh, Comey and Mueller, and they do their fucking thing. And uh, you know what's really sad? I'm a registered Democrat. Guess who I voted for more than Democrats? My fucking self on the ballot. That means jack shit, retards. It means nothing. That's Absolutely funny. fucking nothing to be registered in one party or the other. It means fucking nothing. Shut your fucking mouths. It means nothing. It doesn't. It really doesn't. Um, for them to uh, carry on this probe... After the Democrats just won the House means that they are just going to get fucking dragged and fucking dragged by Trump. So here's what they do. They either end it right now, today, tomorrow, Friday, Monday. It doesn't matter. You end it very fucking soon and say this is it then you have 2 years to come up with a new narrative some other bullshit you're not going to sit there and say russia influenced uh the 2016 election but h- how how can you sit there and say that they just said we'll back off on the 2018 that doesn't that doesn't really matter they just wanted their president well they put like they put- how could you do that like what the fuck is the play there you stupid motherfuckers if they're going to tamper with the election They're going to do it every single time because they got away with it the first time. You got nothing on them in two fucking years.
2: Yeah. It's a nightmare. They did try pushing that narrative though, uh, you know, on CNN and they're like, um, but it's, you know, it just, it never picked up. People are tired of it. They're tired of, uh, hearing about it. I I think it's an absolute disaster of a, of a Mm -hmm. narrative at this point, because they ran it into the ground and they have nothing. They thought they'd have something. The whole purpose was to drive Trump's poll numbers down. But, uh, Guys, I guess uh, we're we're about at that point. We've been going for uh, uh, longer than we probably should, so we're gonna have to go and wrap up the show. Um, You're old. I well, I'm old. I know. I'd love. I mean, maybe we'll do an after show if you're into it. But uh, you know, I just don't want to. We're already running into uh, you know other streamers' times, Um, so that's that's a disaster uh, on there because we're the small guys. We gotta we gotta respect that we're the small guys. We we'll get the eight o'clock spot sometime
1: but uh i'll do an after show if micro will come on i'll go bully that little fucking faggot
2: yeah do that if he comes on i'll do an after show but uh anyway yeah we're gonna go and wrap this thing up remember guys who lost in the midterms it was never trump republicans it was people that did not get along with us we cleansed the party okay and that came at not that great of a loss. So pretty good stuff uh all around and uh it was great to have Cater on here. You got any last words uh before I uh uh hit the uh hit the bitch and then we uh we uh, hit the bitch faster than uh Jim Acosta hit uh that, that attractive young broad and uh we just we just call it goods.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's probably about that time You're an old man, you gotta go to bed soon
2: I'm an old man, I gotta go to bed soon But uh, yeah, we may do an after show, we may not We'll see how it goes But for our commuters, uh, guys Always great to have you Hopefully you're adjusting well To just having a Wednesday show Um, We might bring back a Sunday show Uh, Maybe you just need to give us uh, Give us all your money I don't know, maybe that's the way it works (laughs) (music) Thank <music> you.